Drop. Okay. Welcome to the Shane Thorne Podcast. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. And Shane Thorne. And being beanbag. <laughs> We're not talking about beanbag again. I'm no. sorry. Oh, I never stopped talking about it. <laughs> My name is Matt. I'm I'm morning Zach. <laughs> morning yeah, we're Zach. In, we're in an a this is an AM podcast. Man, I should have got my soundboard. No, oh, oh, just some yeah. shock jock. No, you should shock not jock have. morning radio. There's just toilet flushing, yeah. some car honking, <laughs> a couple, <laughs> and then like the slide whistle, beep. Mm-hmm. It's like Eastside in the scuzz. <laughs> I'm Eastside. That's the scuzz. <laughs> You're listening to us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Uh, a network out. of four <laughs> 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 well, a, po- a network of 12 pods made <laughs> better pods. A network of 12 podcasts through po- through made, podcasts <laughs> made listen, better. Listen to the other podcasts on the show. Oh my God, um, there's the, so many. Yeah. The Idaho Democratic Podcast the had Idaho interviews podcast. with both Mayor Dave Beter and a uh, person I'm voting for, Lauren McLean. Yeah, yeah hell yeah, cool Lauren McLean. If you're Is in Boise. related to John McLean? It's spelled differently, Derek. Oh, oh yes, they are. Don't give a fuck. Learn about your city. No, I, I learn about Die Hard. Oh, wait, no, it's not even your city. Yeah, Never mind. I live in Cuna. My mayor is like a horse or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually me. <laughs> Derek, I think you're the mayor of Cuna. It's go- I am. It's the ghost of Hunter Horse Helmsley. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bradley Kendall. Oh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. <laughs> yeah, Chris Jericho. Shout out, shout out Brad Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> um, he probably listens. Um... I just assume nobody does, so. Buy our stuff, uh, WrestleBoys.com slash Derek's Trunk. That's not it. That's Fit.ly slash Derek's Trunk. Yep. This morning vibe's really weird. Really weird. I mean, I didn't prepare for the plugs. That's why. That's okay. Um, yeah. You've got to prepare for the plugs. You've got to plugs. Have you been and... wanting to plug somebody? Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd have been perfect. I'm that would have been good. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> Wait, trying Blue Chew, or are you trying to get us Blue Chew? <laughs> yeah, trying to get us a sponsorship. Yeah, we're trying to get sponsored by the dick pills. Yeah. Also, what's for hymns? That's the face one? What's the one that no. you shave the... your pubes? Um, fuck. Manscaped. Manscaped. Manscaped with yeah. the lawnmower and crop preserver. Yeah. Um, they started sponsoring Freedom and Comedy Bang Bang, and oh, no. hearing Paul of Tompkins and Scott Ackerman read those ads are, are fantastic, because they refuse to say they tried it. But say, but maybe I would. Sounds like a good good idea. <laughs> I like the um, when when women talk about it. It's great. This is funny and mm. blue chew. It's like when on wonderful when Griffin McElroy reads Third Love ads <laughs> about bras. Oh, his wife is right there. Never listen to to Conrad and Bruce Richard talk about blue chew. Or, really or Eric Bischoff. It's like, hey, I fuck my wife still. Sometimes I just pop a blue chew, eat breakfast, and fuck my wife. No more just getting pills handed to you it, by the boys in the locker room. You know, a bunch of wrestlers are rumored to have also fucked my wife, and I fucked theirs in WCW. <laughs> but that's what brought the magic to that to that show. You know what? Eric Bischoff really married up. Like recently, remembered that his wife was a former Playboy model. Mm. A lot of things he did was a lot out of his like. 
his, his job. Like he like <laughs> outkicked his coverage on life. Yeah, yeah, because he also knows how to fucking do karate. <laughs> that's true. That is he true. is a karate master, and I think that's probably why he's had so much successes in his life. <laughs> uh, buy a shirt. What a maneuver. They're comfy. Go yeah. there. Yeah, just go to what a maneuver. <laughs> Click around, find us. Figure it Bit out. Bit.ly slash merch, merch boys. Bit.ly slash, is it Derek's trunk? Derek's yeah. trunk. Yeah. Bit.ly slash suck your own, get yourself a book. Uh, what are you listening to right now? Uh, uh, I'm Matt? listening to The Death of the Territories, and I can't remember the author, but it's pretty fucking sweet. Stephen King. Yeah. By by one uh, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus, The Death of the Territories. <laughs> it's the... Uh, no, it's really fascinating if you if you're interested in the uh, the history of pro graps. That's pro wrestling you for you. Want to about Sam Munchnik and freaking um, Nick Bockwinkel, Nick a bunch of ugly giant men. Yeah, yeah. Vern Gagne. There's a bunch of beef. And if you also want to learn about their sons who never could wrestle, like uh, Vern's son and like Bruno San Martino's son, <laughs> <laughs> but they were always champions. Weird. Yeah. Uh, um, also go to stitcher.com forward slash premium. Use code genuine wrestle boys at checkout for a free month of Stitcher Premium. Premium, yeah. uh, y'all. There's exclusive Cole Cabana podcasts on there that are Ooh. only on Stitcher Premium, Ooh. like uh, stuff from the, the Fringe Festival that he does. He has like a specific feed just for that stuff. So, there's also one that's really cool about Tom McGee that he does with Dave Meltzer. So, like there, there's good wrestling content on there. So just do it. Yeah. Also, if you want to go back and listen to like episodes of How Did This Get Made that are behind yeah. the paywall, listen they're all there. All the Fast and Furious episodes with Adam Scott. They're all great. It's the best. Yeah, quit being a piece of shit and do it. Yeah, what else are you listening to? What, this? Ew. Turn it off. <laughs> you can yeah. also listen to us on there. I yeah. mean, you oh, yeah, can elsewhere, that. but yeah, don't turn us off. there too. Yeah, listen to us. Listen to Steve Austin talk about The Undertaker for six hours. <laughs> I, I made it through a little a bit of it. I, I'm going to finish it, but I just, when I started it, I wasn't in the mood. I started I it when I was tired. That's, yeah, what, I, that's I, what I did I've too. I've been tired all week, so I have not watched it. <laughs> uh, Jenna's been gone. She's flying back in today. And so I've been watching a lot of shoot interviews. Dude, I've been a bachelor boy too. Katie's in California. Ooh. Yeah. So I've just been having a bunch of crazy parties with a bunch of drugs dogs. and fucking, dogs. yeah, dogs. I've been, just I've been, been sitting with your dogs watching yeah, stuff. Yeah, doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's get into the beef of the show. Oh, I would love to talk about the beef. Uh, so much beef. <clears throat> let's start for with... our new segment. What's the beef? Was that where we air our grievances? <sighs> no, 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 no. It's, oh, okay. it's we're just it's the intro into what you were gonna say. Oh, I'm just gonna talk about NXT takeover. Oh, war so games. Here's our new segment. Here's the beef. <laughs> let's talk about war games. War games. War games. I loved it. It was it so was, good. It was, it was so, so good. good. I mean, I say this, it's only been on for what, two years? <laughs> is the third, Give or take. This is the third War Games. War Games. And it's War my Games. favorite show. It's my favorite wrestling show of the year. Every Man, time it comes. It was just awesome. Because, like, okay, so we knew it was probably going to get kicked off with the women's War Game match. Because mm-hmm. they bookend it. Big match is the one bread. Then there's mm-hmm. the there's the, the cheese and the meats in the middle. And then mm-hmm. another big piece of bread at the end. Yeah. This first piece of bread was toasted to fucking perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it, so good. It was good. a good panini maker. Oh, it was a good panini. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like, I didn't know that they were going to be able to tell like two drastically different and equally great stories between the two War Games matches, yeah. and they fucking did. Totally. Yeah. 
the first team was Team Ripley, which was Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, and Dakota Kai. I Replacing Mia Yim. I wish they would have given them like cool like old Survivor Series type names, like where they'd mash up like like Jerry Lawler had one. was like the King's Court. Oh, like they had like a whole team name. Uh, team Brutal yeah. Kicks. There you go. Boom. Already did it for yeah, you. Yeah, Team Thank Brutal you. Kicks. That's awesome. Then what would Team Baszler be? And team Baszler. Team Brutal Cupcakes because you need to have oh, some, yeah. you'd have some Candice in there too. Oh yeah. Uh, team Baszler was Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. please, yeah. Let's um, start with Io and Candice, you know, just to like... Just what I want. Just to get the world wet before yeah. watching this. Dude, for real. It, it, when it was just the two of them starting it off, I was like, this is perfect. This is perfect. I also didn't realize uh, that like the match doesn't, I mean, it makes sense. The match doesn't start till everyone's in there. So I'm like, yeah, you got to pick two people who are just really going to go the distance. That, that yeah. can go the distance. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, Candace could just take punishment forever, and she's really. Oh my god, yeah. It. Same with Eo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was a good, it was a good call. And then, as as always, the heels are always going to have the big number. <laughs> I yeah. know. I love that. Like, I think in WCW, the the faces had the advantage like once ever, and they realized it was a terrible idea. It's like <laughs> it one of the really worst war is. games matches. Yeah. War games. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then, uh, was it Kaylee that came in or Bianca? I, uh, Bianca. Okay. I don't know if we have to, I mean, I don't remember yeah. who went in okay. each by okay. each, but are it there is, highlights? It is important. Yes. And this match is specifically important. Because you get the double team then on Candice. Right. And then right. Rhea's like, oh shit, you ain't doing this over here. Especially yeah, yeah. with, um, Bianca going in there, like, then having the size advantage and the numbers advantage on Candice, like... Perfect way to keep just like, oh, you thought like she could get babyface sympathy before, but mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Rhea comes in. She doesn't go into the ring. She grabs everything from under the ring. Except mm-hmm. the tables. Every chair. <laughs> no, the tables yeah. had like a sticky note on it said, Bo- the, boys just only. had the Undisputed Era <laughs> logo, like hand-drawn <laughs> shittily on it. Yeah. <laughs> they were it says, tagged. Save for Austin Jenkins. Don't don't touch. Love Kyle. <laughs> They um, took like a stick figure drawing of him like with the air guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It I don't care about tables that much. So when the, they were chanting about it, I was just like, God, they're gonna have a cool match with hitting yeah, each other with I, chairs. Like I get it. Like playing mean, ECW. Yeah. I get it. And they're in Chicago and shit, but like at the same time, like have faith in a war games match that there's gonna be cool shit. I yeah. to me, I like it when it's just like I love when the crowd doesn't get what they want. Like where's that thing? It's like we want, and then like just the country just really and, cuck that well, crowd exactly. Yeah. Well, and just how much of a fucking personality it gives the person who's just like fuck you. Kaylee Ray did that perfectly actually. Like when she teased grabbing the tables, yeah, and was she like, was like nah, nope. <laughs> nah. Like yeah. I wasn't sold on her like when she won the title and shit, but like she's really good. Yeah. She's gotten a lot better mm. since like they started that whole thing. Mm. She has like a defined character now, and it's it's good. Um, defined characters are good. Having backstory and substance is good. We'll get to that later. Substance, substance abuse. I dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Then Kaylee Ray came out because Shane was mm. last. Um, and took some disgusting bumps throughout that whole match. Oh man! Forget that she was a deathmatch person. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was like, "Oh, is that probably with Jimmy Havoc?" <laughs> it's like, "Yep, yep." Um, Anybody from the UK that's had death matches, I'm like, "Oh, they probably just wrestled Jimmy Havoc." <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and then it was Dakota Kai's turn to come out. Do 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 do. Dakota Kai. <laughs> she didn't. 
She didn't. She beat up Tegan Knox. That was awesome. And Michael uh, Cole was crying. I was crying too, but out of like, fuck yeah. Like, fuck yeah, Dakota, you got kicked out so much. You came out. She came out looking badass, like mm-hmm. 80s badass. And then uh, fucking turned on her BFF. Yeah. yeah. It was so well done. Like, because it wasn't just like that she beat her up and stuff. Like, it ke- it was almost like a meme level, like where she just kept going. Like, yeah. it was like the fucking chicken fight from Family Guy. Dude. <laughs> it's like, just keeps going. And then, like, Shayna's reaction in the other cage is like just pointing laughing. and laughing. She's just like, yeah. oh, fuck, awesome. Like, at first, I'm like, please do it. Please just, do it. Start like laughing or something. Well, and, and they I, panda her and she's like, yeah. She's turned panda her and she's literally eating a piece of shit because <laughs> she's like, has the biggest shit eating grand. Well, and then when she gets, well, it's like the brutality thought, continues. Sorry. Go, yeah. Go for I it. thought she was laughing because she, like, it was her who did it. Oh, I think she's just like, and look at your fucking Austin. team. She was just stoked that they were falling apart. Well, I love when she got out of the cage when when Baszler did and just goes over to Tegan and is just like, not <laughs> worth it. You're already, you're already fucking toast. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, real Tommaso Kai. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I loved it. It was like, it. oh, it was perfect. Chicago I, always gets those big turns. So, yeah. Because like, yeah, Mia got jumped by a mysterious person backstage. Okay. Uh, no. Oh. Yes, yeah. and <laughs> she was wearing the, the NWO stuff. So she was. She was wearing NWO pants, and what like, you get at Chalkline, Chalkline.com slash NWO yeah. pants. Chalkline. It was really, it was really sick. And then like the whole thing, like Regal came out and she shoved Regal, and he's like, "Not at War Games. This is War Games. Be civil. Um, Be civil at War Games." I think this saved Dakota Kai. Oh my gosh, dude! It's the like, perfect absolutely. time, perfect time, perfect every, place. Every time I saw her on screen, I was like, "God damn it, what's she gonna do now?" And well, now it's just like, "Oh, she's there's a purpose bad. to everything." So yeah. like, it makes sense. It made like you. They got her to that point with the crowd, and then that made the like turn perfect because it seemed like it's like, "Oh, this is gonna be her redem- like babyface redemption," yeah. and then it makes it even like better that it wasn't. Man, Triple H is so smart. Yeah, well, and then like jump into Wednesday just for a second. Like yeah. her match versus Candice was the same level of like brutality where she just like wouldn't give up or wouldn't give in. Uh, never back down. Never give in. Never give in. Just let the motherfuckers do themselves in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Throw it even out. to the do the the Tommaso thing even more. It came out with the knee brace. Like oh, yeah, Te- Tegan's knee brace. Yeah, as a trophy. Her new, her new music is much better. It's still very generic, but it's so much. It's so much better it's than not, that, like total divas, like interlude music. That's it's interlude music. Anya started watching season three of Total Bellas. Unfortunately for me, and you were so spot on. Like I was literally like in my head, like putting the music in in some transitions. Um. Tangent real quick. Hey, sweet face. I, was, I hate that fucking nickname that Brie Bella has for Daniel, <laughs> sweet face. I was talking to someone who's been watching Total Divas, and uh, there's a scene where Nia Jax yells at Carmella for being an unsafe worker. Yeah. It just makes everything look That's bad. insane. Yeah, okay, Nia. Nia Jax is she said, not a good When she worker. said you make everybody look bad, I'm like, okay, that's fair. And she's like, you're unsafe. I'm like, that's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair. You're the least safe. You're right there with B Priestley. <laughs> Anyway, that's Ouch. all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. But at least Nia's a good person. <laughs> yeah. There's... Yeah. 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 That's good. You root for her to not get fired and learn. <laughs> yeah. Except for when she like throws a fit because she's the Rock's cousin and deserves more. Yeah. Well, she is the Rock's cousin and she deserves a little more. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the Rock? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine his cousin? <laughs> she deserves the world. I can actually imagine like so many of his cousins because I've seen so many of his cousins. Yeah, I a lot of cousins. A lot of cousins. Actually, Roman Reigns is the only one related to him in it, but. A lot of them. Were, have you ever seen Sean Maluda? 
Hmm? No. Huh? I think I have. I've I never. Know. I know that name. You're making uh, him up. No, he's. Uh, he was on Cruiserweight Classic. This is a classic. Right. This is a classic Esai make him up. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it was two on four. Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae versus the world, and yet they like still didn't bury the the team of four, like no. which is shocking. Like to have the team of two win, but not bury the other team. Yeah, yeah. right. You had freaking Candice hitting a poison runner off the top. Yeah, that was oof. Oh my god! And then Eo scared fucking, the shit out of me, mm-hmm. dude. There was a few moves in that where I was like, "Come on, yeah!" Like Eo's moonsault off the top was just like that's such a fucking fall. <laughs> Isa and I were watching it together, and I was saying, "Like, I am so, I, I'm so glad Bianca was there to be spotting for for EO. Like, of anyone, yeah, I yeah. want, I want Bianca catching me. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. And I, I love the fact that like the heels, like one of their big demises is that a they were too cocky, and b like they, like EO did like the big moonsault. Like they're trying to like, <laughs> yeah, oh, we're gonna destroy you. Here's this. Mm. EO cared more about doing her shit than winning the match. Like yeah. their team <laughs> yeah. wasn't like." You know, a like solid unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And then mm-hmm. I love the spot where uh, where uh, Rhea handcuffed herself to. Uh, oh, that to was Shayna. It's fucking storytelling because, like, early in the match, like you see, like you know, Shayna like handcuffs Rhea and tries to like handcuff her to the and, cage, and you forget. Like they waited long enough and didn't like talk about it again until it came back up. Like is literally Chekhov's gun. Like yeah, it's like in Die Hard when. He doesn't have his. Sh- he takes his shoes off to rub it in the carpet, and then he breaks his. He cuts his feet on glass. Oh, what do you say? Like all the terrorists in this, when I have to find the one with the feet the size of my sister. <laughs> uh, um, but no, it was really, really badass. Um, I was surprised because I can only imagine if I'm wearing if I have one handcuff on, mm-hmm. the other one's dangling, and I'm flipping and flopping around. The other one might latch on accident. Guess what? You don't have your finishing spot anymore. Mm-hmm. So everything went right. Um, I, I think they had it like you can like have it outside the latch and then just like close it basically, and it kind of sticks there. That's one theory. Mm. But <laughs> also, just I was yeah, I was also that. worried that Rhea was gonna just handcuff herself to her own gear with all the chains and shit. <laughs> That's the thing. That's scary. You never know. Same with Eo's gear. I was like, there's like chain link that y'all are going into and shit. Like you're gonna yeah, get it's, caught. It's, it's not war. Hand, it's not handcuff friendly. They wore their war attire. So the finishing sequence was. Uh, Shannon Baszler puts Rhea Ripley in the Carefuda clutch. Um, Rhea powers out of it because she's powerful. And then with that handcuff that they showed like 15 minutes before, didn't talk about it again, handcuffs herself to Shayna. So now they have to be facing. She can't get that back. Hits her with the fucking Riptide through yeah. four setup chairs. Poor Shayna just and got destroyed. That, like, the transition into that move was so good, too. Yeah. Like, Shayna missing the kick, and so they're like she's turned around because they're handcuffed together. So the, she's already in the pump handle position. Like, also great. right before that, Kaylee Ray jumping towards Rhea and just getting batted out of the air with Dude, a trash oh can. Oh my god! Seriously, oh, it was awesome. It, it was, was a, so cool. Yeah. Fantastic match. I to me, it was like a four and a half star match. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, and not to take away from the match that comes after it, but it could not hold a candle to it. Obviously, there's just so much going on in it. Yeah, and like all four matches were really, really great. Yeah, it was just like how it, it was really similar to when they start takeovers with the tag team matches, and then like how do you follow the, some of those? Tag yeah, team like matches. I remember like the one with uh, Undisputed Era versus Oni and Danny, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. or like some of the Mustache Mountain ones. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Big strong boys. Mm-hmm. Should I have popcorn in my mouth? 
Uh, Pete Dunn versus Damian Priest and Killian Dane. This was a fantastic three-way because they didn't mm-hmm. do too many of the usual three-way dance tropes of like one guy gets shit canned out and they have like a singles match and then yeah. mm-hmm. five minutes later like they shit can another guy have a singles like match. Like when guys were getting shit canned, especially because like Killian, like all three of these guys, part of their gimmick is no-selling a little <laughs> bit, like yeah. to an extent. And so they'd like get knocked out of the ring and they'd be out for a second so you'd get like two or three spots in with the other guys, but... Th- that guy would then be back in and just be like switching out instead of being like out for a while. Like they would just switch out to do different like spots. Yeah. It's, it's nice seeing big match Pete again. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I haven't seen him wrestle in like a big important match in a while. And so like seeing that it's like, God, he's such a good wrestler. Yeah. He's so much fun to watch. Well, and I thought in my head, I'm like, Oh, you know, three-way match. Like he's got this match at survivor series. Yeah. Pete's going to take it a little easy. Nope. Nope. No. Like if, if he was if he was six foot tall, he would be a main eventer on oh. on Raw or SmackDown yeah, oh, already. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and then like I thought Damian Priest had a really good showing as well. Mm. That tope he did. Oh. Having to go diagonal because there's no room on the oh, ends. Yeah. That was really it was like cool and just different looking than you ever see. For sure. And then also like it makes me so excited to see what Killian Dane's got coming up mm-hmm. because he's just I don't know. I love it. He hit that next gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he did in that one War Games match. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like obviously we love Sanity, but he, you he's know. so much better without them. Did you see him with Wolf? Yeah. yeah. Did any of you see and that Nikki. Triple H kayfabed the reason why Sanity broke up on a conference call? Yeah, it was really that it like dissolved from within oh, they, on a conference call. Yeah, they just really didn't click. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was a little, wow. we- I mean, it was a little weird. Mm-hmm. It worked. Uh, there was, I'll say this, I'm a fan of the less frantic uh, entrance, uh, like camera yeah, movements yeah. Oh, yeah. and shit. I, I like that, like, it's still almost a piece of it. Yeah. Like, mm. the zoom still, in, like, the weird camera angle is still there, but. It's like, it's like an evolved version of the sanity character. It's like, there's a lot more thought and everything. Yeah, it's it. a little and, more plotting. And, like, it makes a bit more sense. It's like, from, like, where he comes from, you can use, like, everything, like, with, like, in Ireland that has happened. And then, like, mm. that's what fucking made this like yeah hardened badass that's just, oh, yeah. like, in there for fucking war i wish he came out to sunday bloody sunday maybe he was an evergreen terrace version sure a version sick dude <laughs> fuck yeah. you too it's weird thing that i literally fuck just you, thought about like sanity's like entrance felt like a really like like new metal grunge like super badly made like music video oh, that you yeah. like look back on now it's like oh everyone thought this was really cool on MTV2 Headbangers Ball in like 1999 because it was <laughs> cool but it, it does not age well versus like new one's like a really well done like live like live concert DVD <laughs> there's like some weird angles and like cool filming yeah like they they still they haven't lost it completely yeah. there's a little art- artistic flair but they try <laughs> to keep it professional yeah. They, yeah. they know what the gimmick is they but they have kids is. now Fuck you, Bono. <laughs> My uh, sister lives in the same town in Ireland as um, Edge and Bono. Their houses are terrifyingly huge. Oh, of course they are. Yeah, dude. If I, if I honestly though, I would have a castle if I was one of them. Yeah. Oh, they, it is one is literally a castle. I would. The Edges is literally a castle. Yeah, I would live. I would live my life like the Edge. No, Edge lives in North Carolina. <laughs> have Have you watched Edge? Sorry. Have you watched the the old Metallica documentary? Uh, Saint Anger? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't like Metallica. Okay, but it's fun to watch because it's. I don't like the one from like the eighties. Yeah, where they uh, Jenna's mom's that. in that with the therapist. Oh what? Oh no, no that, that is not. That's from that's some kind of monster. That's some kind of monster from two thousand and two or yeah. Well, that one. <laughs> um, it's fun to see what old metal dudes do with money. 
Yeah. Like, oh, because Kirk Hammett? <laughs> just has a ranch. Kirk Hammett's just a big nerd. I love him. Metallica's the reason I started playing music. Yeah. Are you a big Jason Newstead fan? No. But Burton, R.I.P. I was just wondering, just because, like, the time frame when you were alive and would have gotten into music, like, uh, I really love Jason nah, Newstead. Nah, it's, it's given, given a mix CD. Okay. That makes more sense. Anesthesia Pulling Teeth. You love, what's that Orion. guy? Uh, as a, mm. Who's the the one now? Last name, uh, Trujillo? Uh, Trujillo, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck. You just like him, like, walking with it super low, like, boop, 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 boop. He's, he, he fucks, though. <laughs> He's real good. Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Oh, man. Another fantastic match. They... So much hog. This is the most hog per match. Yeah, it's hog wild ever for Finn, which is saying so much. Like Eastside Jen and I were watching, and there's like we all laughed because they literally started on hog and zoomed out on a shot. Like I was, I was watching it with um, my roommate, and I was like, "Oh man, he's wearing black. You won't be able to see." The oh no, you can. It's, 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 it's textured. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's making. Yeah. He's making sure it's present. <laughs> but it was. Beautiful. It was a great match. It started. I like how it started off super slow because, like, you got to come down because the match before was like a big, like, three way spot fest, like, big moves, big moves. Yeah. The match before that was war games. So it's like, you got to bring it down to some wrestling, just some good technical stuff. And I, Zach brought this up to me uh, when we were watching it. And he was like, this reminds me of Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Like, you have, like, the super experienced technical grappler, but the guy who shouldn't be as good at grappling and wrestling and technique is keeping up with him, almost mm-hmm. like going over him. Yeah. Like, so yeah, this is a really cool story. That's a good comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love that match because of, because of that. In that sense, where it wasn't what I was expecting, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a mile a minute fucking match." And I love that they had that sort of intelligence to sort of be like, "Let's let's slow it down at first because it did pick mm-hmm. the fuck up." Yeah, then it picks up and yeah. like they start hitting like the freaking Broda sleeps and the final flash and like reverse nineteen sixteens and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great fucking yeah. match. Both of them like can go like in incredibly fast like they're both like have that next gear but it's more impressive when it's not the whole match for them like when they both step up into that it makes it special yeah mm-hmm. when you, like when you hit that next gear, you can see like the intensity jump up like that's what i love about like slower matches that can develop it's like it just makes more sense story-wise instead of going thousand miles per hour the whole time well, yeah. sometimes you got to bring it down a little bit and then when you hit that next gear it's even more impressive and what i think is crazy that i i really actually love that they were playing up on smackdown is this thing that like once you uh face the fiend you're changed uh where it's like oh look what happened to finn after he fought the fiend oh look what happened to seth after mm-hmm. he fought the fiend i'm like that's a really clever way to sort mm-hmm. of act like all of this makes sense um and with like now with Daniel Bryan and stuff. So I think it's really cool to see that like, look at him. He's changed. He has no beard. <laughs> he's going to have no beard and probably no hair. I hope that he doesn't cut probably, his hair. Probably Except, no eyebrows. I hope he cuts it to um, be just the chunks that were ripped out gone. And- <laughs> oh, like mankind style. And mm. he first showed up. No, he's going to go and I'm talking tip of the head to the tip of the toes. Shaves, shaves his eyebrows. All, all shaved. No hair at all. He's Not even to, his eyelashes. Turn to a little more rat. Yeah, not even his eyelashes. It's going to be really slippery. It's going to be gross. Yeah, he's just going to grease himself up before each match. It's going to be like Nakazawa. Mm. I'm slippery, Daniel. <laughs> Naka, Naka, Nakazawa. Brian, Brian, Brian. Danielson. Brian, Brian. His new Brian. name is Brian, Brian. Daniel, Brian, 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 Brian. Brian. <laughs> um, Dan, Brian. But uh, yeah, so I love that. And then like definitely Finn had that, you know, he has that more sinister uh, feel to him without, you know, being the demon. And yeah. like they kind of have like, they, they show like Matt Riddle's sometimes overconfidence, kind of like yeah, 
Like, it was what was his undoing. Mm. I like that. I mean, can't wait till he turns heel and just like beats the shit everybody. Yeah, just like, hey, bro. Actually, his, starts winning with the jackhammer and spear. Yeah, because his character right now is just kind of like just a happy-go-lucky. Everyone loves him, except he just talks a bunch of shit. Yeah, but he's also like. He is really cocky, and I think it's good that they played it up in this match. Yeah, well, that, so this match ended with uh, Adam Cole coming out, right? Or was that out oh, on, well, that was that was on Wednesday? That was TV. That was on TV. Okay. Yeah. They all fucking blend together. Yeah. Especially um, the last few weeks, because everyone's on all the shows. Yeah. <laughs> I was on Sunday Night Heat. Oh, man. I was on Shotgun Saturday Night. Tomorrow oh, I'm going to be on Cyber Sunday. Nice. They did just um, trademark that, so they're bringing it back. No Cyber Slam, ECW Cyber Slam. They oh. they filed a trademark for Cyber Slam. Nice for Cyber Slam. Um, ASL, <laughs> RP, ASL. Um, twenty eight, uh, male, uh, Boise. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> uh, more games again. War Games! Team Ciampa. WG. Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic. And TBA. And a Dom special Dijon. guest. Don Dijon. Mustard Boy. Uh, versus the Undisputed Era. You know him, you love him. Bam, 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 bam. Boom. And of course, the fir- who's the first person in? Roddy. Roddy. The <laughs> guy that could wrestle for God, I I remember a couple weeks ago I like said something about like oh I bet Roddy will be the one to take a big bump to take like a break during this match because at the time he was the only one with with like an actual like Survivor match. Series yeah and it's Survivor Series and like think back on like doesn't matter like <laughs> he's has like yeah he, he is this so dude many. used to go like over an hour on like a monthly basis with Daniel Bryan in Ring of Honor like yeah for real he really does have like the most <sighs> stam- stamina of anyone in, in NXT yeah <laughs> yeah put her in. <laughs> Damn, Speaking of which, on Wednesday, she's started to do some shitty Roddy faces during oh, her entrance, and it's yeah. it's pretty, and it's good. It's really good. Um, they're picking like both her and like just except for both Marina and Jessamine are like really starting to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Like getting him off TV and out of the ring for a while, and now kind of like siphoning him back in a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah. Stuff, stuff is clicking. It was good. Um, real quick, I love the undisputed era's family photo with their holiday sweaters. Yeah, that was very good. That was good. Kyle's face. Beauty, um, yeah, yeah, so just it was, in general, but the yeah. face he was making, <laughs> yeah. also pretty good. It was Roddy, didn't Champa start it out? Uh, yeah, Champa just walked right up there, he didn't yeah. even get in the cage, he was yeah. just like, Yeah, I'm starting like, this. No one can cage me, I'm the uncageable. And, yeah, brought his crutch and his camo face paint. Roddy's like, No, I loved. Tommaso's entrance because he was wearing that mask and that psycho the, killer mask, psycho killer mask. That's what he used to wear on the Indies and on Ring of Honor and no PWG. And his, so his Phil Root or Jim Root is it Jim Root? Well, from, not yeah, Jim Root. Yeah, that mask. Yeah, it was so sick. Like just having like seeing that, I'm like, fuck yeah. He's like channeling back into this, and he has a really big um, history in Chicago uh, through uh, AAW. So mm. really cool. Well, in Chicago, isn't it where the the whole like where he turned on John. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of history for Champ, but actually a lot of history for everybody in that match in like Chicago, and also everybody that was in that match. We'll get to this later. Is former Ring of Honor superstars, mm. including the ref, including the ref. Oh. <laughs> Who was the ref? Was it Drake? Yeah, it was Drake. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff, and then like I think all uh, of them went through PWG as well. Mm. So it was a. Uh, 
in different times, obviously, but I mean, right, it's just right. wild that yeah. like I tweeted this out. It's like this, like that match just really proved like how much of a tastemaker PWG was and continues to be. Mm. I mean, yeah, all of all of my favorite wrestlers that are men come from PWG. Like, the well, and, in, even Candice, she did some. She did a little bit, right? She did a lot. She did okay. a lot. She was the one woman that was allowed to wrestle there because <laughs> she was attached to a she male became, tag team, right? Well, and she became friends with uh, Super Dragon. So even oh. before like, her and Joey started teaming, she was just there. Mm. So like, but like, I mean, NXT is almost just PWG at this point with good production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it makes me really want to go back and watch all that stuff. And Kona Reeves. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for him to like. Fine. They should send him on excursion to go do <laughs> Ebola. Oh, that would be That's amazing. What NXT should really do is send like, people on but excursion. Then, okay. Oh, but then he just gets fucking annihilated. No, like, but just imagine like the character of NXT's the finest Kona Reeves showing up in PWG. Like, that would be a fucking great PWG character <laughs> against like Joey Janela, especially <laughs> because like he knows what he is. Like, it's obvious he knows what he is. So yeah, he just gets squashed every time, but still comes out with no. All the he fucking the wins. He goes over on. Oh, him. He wins Bola. interesting. <laughs> him versus Babatunde. He he wins Bola and does the Triple H like water entrance. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh damn! Just like uh, British Strong Style was doing for a while when they were heels on the Indies. That's so good. All right, let's get to this match. Yeah, talk mm. about it. Well, you're the leader of that. You're our host. You're the one looking at your phone. Are you yeah, saying we're a I ship without a pulled up? We're no, a no. ship without a captain. I already went through all the members of the, um, the teams. Uh, let's talk about some of our the... favorite moments. Yeah. I watched um, it Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh Kyle's uh never ending getting punched by Don Dijon between the ropes. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. There's a there's a perfect like never ending loop gif of that that I saw, and also just like him bouncing down each rope, getting hit. It's so great. When it's all said and done, we have one person remaining to come out mm-hmm. for the for the team good guy, mm-hmm. team NXT, and uh, and we're like, okay, well, who the who the who uh, the, the who, finest? Who the freaking heck is it? <laughs> boop, 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 boop. No, it was not John Cena. Uh, I, I would have. I might have popped harder. No, I know. I would have. I would have popped harder because I expected Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah. Um, if John Cena came out and then went into a War Games match, <laughs> I don't care if he buried the, all of NXT. I would have been especially, fine with it in the moment. Especially if it wasn't like the his standard music. It was his word life. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, just the basic thugonomics. I'm surprised he didn't show up around this time because he's promoting a movie. Well, he's also untouchable, but he's forced you to feel him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like he does the the spot with Adam Cole off the top at the end through the tables. (laughs) I think he legitimately believes that like he doesn't like at this point, he's only going to show up in WWE to actually put over younger people, not just and promote his shit. Right, right. Uh, For sure. Because he would have shown up in WWE if he made the call and said, like, hey, I want to promote my movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Owens And, like, even though I did expect it, when I expect something cool to happen, it doesn't happen. Well, then just, like, everything that was going on, so, you know, five, four, three, two, one, nothing happens. And then SPD was like, shit begs again. I love you to hear Adam Cole being like, they got no one. They got no one. And then all of a sudden you hear like that, that, that opening riff and then 
You see his, and that octave pedal kick in? His, his old fucking video. <laughs> yeah, it's his original oh, Titantron okay. from when he debuted. He's wearing his original gear yep. from when he debuted. And he had the shirt. same like facial expressions of like breathing in the moment from his debut. I got goosebumps thinking yeah. about yeah. that right like, now. He, like, I saw a side-by-side comparison of the two, and it's like literally <laughs> like he got the like staging down of like his original reaction perfectly. That's really cool. Um, It does require some previous history to like actually care as much. But like the stare down between him and Adam Cole was, it was just like it was sick. It doesn't even need that much previous history because even if you're just a WWE fan on Smack or was it uh, Smack on Raw? Raw, yeah. That oh, yeah. week, like he was gonna like he was thinking about like, well, maybe fuck, maybe mm-hmm. I will go to NXT with Triple H, and then like Undisputed Era just beats him up. Mm-hmm. So it's like a callback to that for just a yeah. WWE fan, but then for people who. A little bit more invested in wrestling in general, not just WWE. All the fucking smarks out there. Us. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know the history the between Adam Cole and, and Kevin Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens, like through like PWG right. and Ring of Honor. The fact that they are like like legitimately some of like their best friends, mm. like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. It also yeah. should be uh mentioned that before Kevin Owens came out, Adam Cole got stuck in a loop where he just kept throwing tables. It, it was a glitch. Oh, fuck. It, it was so good. <laughs> Adam then, Cole glitched out and just kept throwing tables into the ring. I fucking love that he set up that one table for literally no reason within the kayfabe of that match. Like, was he going to try to <laughs> pull someone, someone out? out? Like, Because yeah. the match hasn't started, so I guess you technically still can at that point. Yeah. You can't lose in, if the match hasn't started. But you could hands down do but more like, damage in the there. The fact that he's just like... Oh, nope, I guess I'm going through this table. Like He's like, one for you, one for me. Because Adam Cole hasn't had enough going on the last couple weeks. He hasn't had a busy enough schedule. <laughs> no, he had to just add a bump. And it's not like he had to have a huge match with Pete Dunne the next night. Yeah, uh, it w- yeah, it was awesome. Or take a giant fucking bump. A terrifying later. <laughs> bump later. There was like, no joke, what, seven, eight tables in that ring amongst other shit. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. But then, so my like, the one that really sticks out to me, big one, was, is Cole hitting the Panama sun, sunrise on Kevin between yep. the rings. Uh, and yep. the, the way they set that up, like Kevin teasing the package pile driver and like. I was like, you can't fucking do this. Mm-hmm. To Career me. ender. <laughs> yeah. And like Kevin going out there and doing moves that he wasn't really even doing in NXT at the time because like NXT wasn't what it is now. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. do destroyers back then, could you? <laughs> no. No. And no. he w- did like that, um, the, like the brain, like that. I don't even know what the fucking call it, but like lift the pump handle into like the like hitting the guy's head into his knee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that like a couple times against Cena because you can do stuff that you can't do mm-hmm. normally against Cena. CM Punk with a pile, pile driver. driver. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that match is still so good. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. like them just like teasing back and forth, like which one's gonna do it, and then when he like, hits like that delayed like panel, like I love it because it's like he goes up, it's like uh oh. And then like tries again, uh oh, and it's and just like, sudden, oh my god, whoop, look, boom, he yeah. got it, and then, uh, like, and oh, then, fuck. Uh, the other one that was fucking incredible was, uh, was it Dijon and O'Reilly, and O'Reilly had him in that like uh, chokehold while Dijon was standing, and then like, so he starts to collapse, so O'Reilly's kind of laying on this table, and then Kevin Owens hits that frog splash off mm. the, the top rope through oh, the table. I forgot it's- to mention the women's match too, the dueling like top rope submission. Spot that like Rhea had the clover leaf and like Shayna had Candace in the, the oh, yeah. much, like hanging. That yeah. was fucking great. That was really good. <laughs> but like this whole match again was like I mean you have some of the best workers like in the fucking company in the business, mm, Just, like, like literally of all time. Like these are some yeah. of the like best like work rate workers in of the all time. galaxy. Keith Lee is. Uh, we don't so know about alien wrestling. Impressive. I know about alien wrestling. Mm. We know Chris Statlander. Who? 
Oh, you guys don't know Chris? Never mind. I I do. <laughs> I had a teacher and she was high on, name she was Mr. On Statlander. A, uh, AEW. This yeah, she debuted. I did not see AEW this week. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. saw clips. I so. did see, okay. I was like, I know that name, but, but not from WWE. Is there someone with an alien gimmick? Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, fucking the intergalactic wrestling oh, wait, Max Federation. Fuck <laughs> yeah, Max Moon. Buzz Lightyear. Okay, no, so fucking no. Let me talk about hits, alien hits wrestling. The big fucking. <laughs> It's the big move through the table, and then all of a sudden, Adam Cole's back up on the top of the fucking cage for he does no the, reason. Yeah, why are you going up there, baby? He has to. He's like, he's like you know, like pets that get like stuck <laughs> in like cabinets and shit, and just like, no, stop going in there. Like, <laughs> no, stop it. I want to figure out this puzzle. How do I get it? I need to do it myself. I want to be strong, independent cat. Yeah, that's Adam Cole with the War Games cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes it does feel nice to be high up. I guess War Games. He's probably just trying to hide. War he's like, I hurt so bad. Yeah, my wrist. Like in the first one, he just hung out there for like half. Yeah, the he was match. literally hiding. Yeah, and <laughs> this so he one... goes up there. Tommaso and him like start battling, and I'm just thinking somebody's dying. Yeah, I'm like, don't do it, mm. don't do it. And like for a second, like I'm like, are they gonna do a fucking Panama Sunrise? Off I'm this very thing? glad they did not do that. Because yeah. you never fucking know these days. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. last year they oh. let Ricochet do a double moonsault, which yeah. I am still blown away that they let him do that. Mm. Yeah, and, and so go up there, they're fighting. Homeboy gets hooked into the air raid crash. Tommaso does the, the best job ever they, of protecting his yep, neck. It yep. looked so like it's Adam the Cole safest you could have done that move. Yeah, Adam Cole like took a fairly like as far safe as that bump can be. He took a safe bump. Uh, Champa, hoof boy. He like, just had neck surgery and like he it didn't hit his neck, but like but he landed his on his on ass. his ass and that your spine can compress goes like all the way to, to there. Like that's, yeah. that's why Lo- Hogan is like two inches shorter these days than he used to be because well, of taking the and leg Matt, drop. And Matt Hardy's yeah. butt is fusing to his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was watching this with my roommate and she was just like, this is so impressive because it's like, she saw, she noticed that he was protecting him and mm-hmm. she was just like, if he's protecting him. They're doing this crazy thing where, Someone could die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're, she was just really impressed. It yeah. is It is doing something to another person, making it look like you're hurting them, but actually protecting them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that is literally the magic that's, of wrestling. That's but, like the art form of wrestling. But yeah. that that was a very good example of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then Tommaso gets the one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love it because then it can set up future matches with Cole and Tommaso. Keith Lee and Dijakovic, like, look. Like fucking monsters because they're in there just beefing around, mm. yeah. almost killing Roddy. Roddy again is the fucking stamina king, mm-hmm. and like Kyle is also like Kyle had like his huge spots. Where, like he's like super tenacious and just like when he's like starting to work on someone, especially like their knees and shit. Like it looks like he is like literally like tearing their like leg apart. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. It like even against a huge dude, it's like believable that he can chop them down. And like I know people you would give Kyle shit like on the way he walks, kinda like a little hunch, but it's like he's in like a fighting stance. Mm. Yeah. You don't fight stance. People straight. give him no. shit for that? Yeah. He's like I, a legit I, like, I judo fighter. I kinda didn't like it when he first debuted because I didn't get him at all and it was just like And his face what? has intimidated you. It, his faces were really fucking goofy. <laughs> like they still are, but there wasn't a character they're, behind they're, it at the time. They're up to like five hundred percent. Um and then also Bobby Fish, um line of the night because when he was had someone in a choke before everyone was in the match, Keith Lee yelled, breathe, breathe, like it was to Champa, 
And he's like, oh, breathe. Yeah, good advice. Good advice. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Roddy. Roddy Fish is, is like well, actually one of the funniest guys in the Undisputed mm. Era. If you ever hear him on interviews, yeah. oh, man. Out of his mind. My favorite line in that match, though, was uh, Roddy to uh, Dijon. He's like, yeah, feast your eyes, dork. I love how much of a dork Roddy is. <laughs> feast your eyes, dork. That is great. Okay. Let's get into No One Will Survivor series. Oh, that's fun. I oh. like how you did that. <laughs> um, let's start with the pre-show, I guess. I didn't watch them all. So but... I, I did not watch the pre-show. That's fine. Well, I, want, I went to, and then I was having I- issues with the network. So um, It's important because of it's the rankings of who Except that it doesn't lost. matter because they It doesn't all... matter because they're all 1-1-1. One, one, and one. It's they like each the same as being 0-0-0. Zero, zero, <laughs> But at least they counted the pre-show this year, That's which true. was a huge thing last year mm. that New Day did get a fucking win for SmackDown and it yeah. didn't get counted. Yeah. So it was uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode beat the Street Profits. Um, oh, in in the they won by eliminating the Street yeah, Profits. Yeah, in the tag team battle royal thing. It, it was, was a huge. There, it was a cool way to get a bunch of people on the show. From what I saw, like yeah, get that payday. Um, like was Imperium like, was there and Imperium. Yeah, Ryder and Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who else was there. The action I, there was a boys. lot. Yeah. There's a ton of tag teams in it. I was there. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, um, Forgotten Sons got eliminated first, so that's good. great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> forgot you. Uh, Leo Rush defeated Akira Tozawa and Kalisto also, in a triple threat. Also, from what I saw, this was a great match. Mm-hmm. So. so I didn't see that match, but the follow up on when this most recent NXT with Tozawa versus Leo Rush. Oh my. god god was yeah awesome. very good well and they they changed the 205 live championship to it's the nxt, NXT cruiserweight, cruiserweight championship mm-hmm. which is cool 205 live is wcw in 2000 and 2001 it's it's a dead horse <laughs> like i like it's a great show it's just like it is going to be canceled oh it, like, there, there's it, no it, way it's not event gonna be yeah canceled. there's nothing that's gonna i can't see anything happening where it's like oh my god like nxt is as much mm. must watch as it was kind of like they, when it they moved. only keep it alive because um for the live crowd yeah they give them a three-hour show because they take main event and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Like they want to give them their money, so it's not just two hours of SmackDown and go home. Yeah. Right. Oh, wait, it would make sense. But, uh, yeah, th- that match on NXT was fantastic. It it w- when they did, it was great. That was During like... Mixed Match Challenge yeah. that one year? Like, that was the so peak. Like that, I think, to me, that was the peak of 205. When, like, I was watching every week. The crowd was hot. For me, that was mm. the peak. Or move it to Full but, Sail. Like, that w- that episode of Full Sail was really cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, the, uh, I didn't see that that pre-show match. It but... was actually really good. Cool. I mean, you got Leo Rush, Kalisto, and Akira Tozawa. And Kalisto is very underrated, especially when he's in there with people like that, that can actually work mm-hmm. and move with him. Yeah. Akira Tozawa is fantastic. And Leo Rush has been like one of like the like kind of unsung heroes of NXT since they went to Wednesday nights yeah. um, on USA. Because every time he's out there, his character is great. His fucking story was great. Now, like, adding a little bit of, like, different layers to him and mm. his and he's wrestling, like, just fantastic. And he's more jacked than he was in 205. Yeah, he's, like, probably, like, 140 pounds now. Yeah. yeah. And he's, like, he's developing as a wrestler, like, really quickly, too, because he's always, like, a great, like, spot dude and stuff, but, like, he's becoming a good storyteller, too. It's all coming together for him. I'm nice excited. To, nice to see Kalisto again after that tweet a while ago where... He said how many days till his contract was up and then disappeared. <laughs> Want to know what's probably going to end up happening? He's probably going to sign again. Yep. Leverage. The Randy Orton method. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, 
a champions triple threat tag team match. The Viking Raiders versus the New Day versus the Undisputed Era. Um, I, I'm definitely going to go back and watch this just to see my garbage son, Kyle. It but. was fun. Um, yeah. Undisputed Era got kind of beat up a lot during it because they're just fighting a lot of beef. Yeah. And also, like, you could just tell, like, the story could be like, hey, they were fucking real tired. Yeah, exactly. And But they still would get, like, up on everybody else. And, like, they almost, like, told the story. Like, these guys are better tag team wrestlers than anybody. They are. But... It's like they're getting overwhelmed with everything. Well, and they were, I mean, they're a little trickier. Like, they kept tripping Eric and Ivar, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's how they have to win, is like... But in the end, they succumbed to the beef. Yep. Mm. Sometimes you gotta come on the beef. Just thinking about this, is Kyle O'Reilly the best tag team wrestler in the world? Because both... He and Bobby Fish are the best tag team in the world, and he and Roderick are the best tag team in the world. And then him and Adam Cole. Yeah. And then him, him and him and me. I don't, I don't think I've seen that a ton. There it has happened. been a ton, but there has been some, you know. But he They're might the, be the best single tag team wrestler in the world. Because he can work with at least anyone in the Undisputed Era. I think he could probably like, anyone. Well, because when the Undisputed Era first won the tag team championships, uh, it was Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Mm. Oh. So Adam Cole also is a the triple crown winner in... Yeah. And actually, it's him and Gargi. Mm. Mm. Big Garg. Big Garg. Gargle. Yeah, they're three-time tag team champions, and Kyle has won it with three different uh, partners. Yep. It's multiple partners. Mm-hmm. Polly He's, Kyle. Yeah, Polly Kyle. <laughs> Polly Kyle. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is our new guy. <laughs> <Paul> Kyle. <laughs> Just spreading his love. Just punching walls and having lots of relationships. Hell yeah, Kyle. <laughs> um... Five on five on five. <laughs> Women Survivor Series triple threat elimination match. For a 15-person clusterfuck, you know, it was really, really good. <laughs> it was whoever produced these matches had their fucking work cut out and for did them. a fucking great job. Yep. Like, yeah. I, I was going to say it was uh, TJ Wilson and Pat Patterson. Just because Pat mm-hmm. Patterson knows his shit. and TJ Wilson also knows his shit. Yep. And they're TJ both Perkins. Canadian and a little bit weird. <laughs> no. One of my favorite things, I just saw a tweet somebody posted and TJ Perkins and like he like tweeted something at The Rock and The Rock's called him a CJ. <laughs> and then Kevin so, Owens did it today too. Yeah. What's up, CJ? <laughs> That's uh, awesome. I uh, I miss Perkins though, the restaurant. So does Isai. I really liked Perkins. I did too. <laughs> okay, team MNXT, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. Tony time. Um Ch- I was, Tony. Ch- I was- shiny, shiny Tony time. Uh, team Raw, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, and Sarah Logan. I wonder which team is going to like implode and lose based on the one team not wearing matching gear. <laughs> yeah. <huh? laughs> um, oh, wait. It wasn't Kyrie Sane. It was Abella. Yeah. It was, Why yeah, is she dressing like Abella? I love it. It's it's great. Um, and then Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. Dana Brooke's gotten a lot better. She's really good. She's... Yeah. Main, main eventing main event basically every week with Sarah Logan. And like, she's horny on main. Oh, she is. Dave Batista. She, yeah, she is. I don't care if she, how quickly she was eliminated in that match. She won the week. <laughs> I don't need no fucking Hallmark movie. I, I will say that. this. There was a, a weirdly, I would say, sexually charged moment between her and uh, the returning Elias. Uh, on SmackDown on this Friday. No, oh. it was really weird because also like, what the hell is Drake doing? He's married. Hey, that's what I say. It's just, he's like, I'm gonna tell your wife you're cheating, and he's like, ah, dang it, I guess I'll walk away. It's Guys, like he's he's really horny. Well, he hasn't been able to get <laughs> that's his... fucking fair. I 
No, like, no, because like, like, it's not. It's not so excusable, many, but like, like, like you understand because like the whole storyline is he hasn't been able to fuck his wife. Well, go. Then they, then they just dropped it. <laughs> Drake, go jack off and quit trying to just get you, annul the marriage if it's the big a deal. Don't well, fucking betray her like that. Let's go jack off. Just go jack off. Drake, Drake. Oh hey, you guys can also have some popcorn. Too. Drake, I'll have some popcorn after Drake just stops trying to fucking cheat on his wife. And just goes and jacks off. I'm surprised he went after Dana Brooke since she's not. Uh, a child 08 wrong drake <laughs> boom uh, also like um i like that that's just like the random spot also you know that the only reason they wanted something like that to happen was so they can mention the dave batista dana brooke thing because mm-hmm. and like they're like well, who's the geekiest guy we have drake maverick you're in <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't easy three somehow. Somehow he still oh, feels geeky. Apparently he's been dealing with a concussion since September. Oh, since September, like, hasn't been able to get cleared. So that's why he hasn't even been like on the road a or geek, anything. Yeah. So at least like there's like in my head like it sucks that it's actually something. But sometimes but at least it's actually something. And sometimes that kind of time away. I mean, for it's for an unfortunate reason, but that kind of time away can make for a more impactful return. Mm-hmm. Where we they can uh, repackage him. We all agreed that that was a really mismatch, really just, mishandled uh, arrival into the they, you know quote unquote main had roster. Dixie Carter on the network. Just have her come in and do redo that storyline where he's her her nephew. Like <laughs> yeah, just make it canon in WWE too. Like, bring in Dixie. It's my Aunt Dixie. Like, don't even call her Dixie Carter. This is my Aunt Dixie. Have Drake wear that suit. Oh, God. I love that tandem. Mm. Like, do yourself a favor. Impact was garbage in this time except for two storylines. It was this one. Claire Lynch. And, the and like, the um, Laurel Van Ness, Allie, Braxton Sutter wedding thing that turned Laurel Van Ness into a oh, crazy yeah, person. Yeah, that was mm. sick. I've watched clips from that. The hot yeah. mess, Laurel Van Ness. What a yeah. good name. Yeah, they're good name. Yeah. Uh EC3 and uh Spud Rockstar Spuds match in, in in England too, where he's from was real good. What a fucking guy that should have never made it, but like he just fucking kept at it and like He seems like a real good time. He guy. makes Ray Mysterio look tall. He does. <laughs> yeah. Like he is legitimately five foot two. Jesus. Ray is the fucking best baby face, and we'll get to that later. Yeah. Let's talk about this match. Um, Team NXT won, which was rad. Yeah, and it was like they also protected the shit out of Io <laughs> and Candice. Which oh, you yeah. can tell it's like, and we'll, we can get to it. Like when we talk about it, we'll just get to it right now. In NXT, there was the Dakota Kai Candice Ray match. They protected Candice again. Yeah, yeah. So and, and it was also like just a different good story. And like I was listening to the tights and fights uh, on the way over here, and they were talking about how like the way they did it. You can believe it whether you are like a, a smart, you know, being like, oh, like they're just writing them out because they've done so much to protect them. Or you could believe it, believing it's a real injury, like because of all the shit they've gone through and they mm-hmm. didn't show what happened. So it was just like it was confusing. And so it was like a cool story, too, that you like I didn't expect them to come back out. Like yeah. I just like, oh, they're just writing them out of the match. I said, oh, are they going to Terry Funk it? So. Hmm. But then, like, yeah, they come back out to, like, give them the advantage again. Like, it was cool. It made NXT look smart. It also, like, protected the other two teams in losing because they had, like, a different advantage. Well, and did they, like, did they have any, like, inner turmoil in that team? Like, they fought against each other the night before. No, but, and and, like. They get it on. So there's a Facebook Live interview the after TakeOver. And 
Rhea Ripley said, you know what, like, we went in there, and tomorrow night we're hoping the same team, but being in war games, you earn respect for people. I respect, you know, Io Shirai for like, going out there and being in that match because we went to war with each other, and now we're mm-hmm. going to go to war against them. It's like, way to bring it together. It's mm-hmm. like that Thank thing you. of, yeah, they did a good job of kind of being, like, uh, you know, brand over... Uh, like inter- personal interpersonal conflict, conflict. Mm. and they're just more more mature. Mm. Yeah. Also, because I keep forgetting to mention, it's more gotta, logical. <laughs> yeah, I gotta give a shout out to Bianca for her gear that she made because oh. that was fucking wild. Oh, like, and shout out to Candice for the gear that uh, her, she made it with her nieces. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool. Check out the the like gender equality. Yeah, that was there. really yeah. cool. The Y'all. one is it the same nieces that she went and saw Frozen with yesterday in Meridian, Idaho? Uh, I think different nieces. I think oh, okay. different ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's so creepy. If <laughs> I believe they're the ones that actually live down in Florida. Yes, where they're at. Um, yeah, just add a, got Candace and Joey add another line, so it's actually the trans one too. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I know you're trying. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if she just doesn't know that. Not, I 100 percent believe that. Like I have their, I have that shirt, and I wear it. You yeah, know? yeah, like yeah, she, yeah. she, they just don't know. Yeah, most people don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great match. It was very fun. Uh, Roderick Strong. I love oh. the turn that Asuka did because Charlotte was being a horrible person. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah. like, they're trying to make, like, what? Asuka's hurting on her. It's like, no, like, Charlotte was being an asshole. Mm-hmm. What'd she get? And, and she got Char- misted. And then, yeah. even on, like, on, like, later, like, Charlotte was like, yeah, I'm being an asshole. Like, she, like, is staying in that character like she does not care like she's like i'm not no one said i'm a team player no one else just no one else would step up to organize us basically like it's like like oh, a, like, me like at a, my job that yeah, like a group project we're just like fine i guess i'll do this <laughs> also oscar like missing her than just like dancing and strutting away mm. that's a fucking vibe right that was there. Dude, it was a, so that, good that was a hell of a mist uh the next, the Monday night miss when they had a one on one match, mm-hmm. um, Charlotte and Oscar fought um, on Monday Night Raw, and then Oscar hit her with the fucking biggest miss you'll ever see. Mm. Like moved her hair out, like, <laughs> out of the way, and then like had like thirty fucking ounces of water and green dye mm-hmm. right in her face. Also, yeah. there was a very good picture Charlotte posted of. Like her and Andrade backstage, her trying to kiss Andrade. And Poppy say no. Poppy say no. no. He knows that that, that mist is blinding. Yeah, it'll burn his lips. Yeah, Poppy doesn't like Green Hulk. (laughs) She-Hulk. Poppy likes She-Hulk. Just not on the camera. (laughs) Just not when the camera's rolling, you know. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. we know. (laughs) We've we've, We've seen that picture on the beach. We've seen it. We've seen him turgid. Guys, we know. We know. What does Poppy say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Champions triple threat match. Roddick Strong versus AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was, was really fun. Great. Shinsuke hit like his third gear. Yeah. And he has five, but he hit. He's like, look, <laughs> I could still turn it on when I want to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't. You got at it first. Unless, yeah. unless Shinsuke is actually going to win the world title, I don't expect to see. No. The full Shinsuke. And, like, that is fine. I am so fine with that. He doesn't need to in WWE because mm. they don't expect it. No. People in Japan expect excellence. Mm -hmm. The dude's, like, 40 years old. Let him surf and And like, And in this match, like, him being in that, like, third gear with these other two guys in there and not having to carry a match Mm -hmm. made it feel kind of more like... 
old Shinsuke. Like, it oh, made yeah. him feel more like that fourth or fifth gear. And, like, when he was actually, like, laying in moves, he was laying shit in. Uh-huh. And so, probably because he gets hit with, like, one Roddy chop. He's like, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I bet he was stoked on it. Like, he, because he doesn't have to do this that often. Like, yeah. But I'm sure there's some, that spark. Like, knowing Shinsuke and hearing him talk about stuff and in interviews and, like, reading excerpts from his book, like, there's a fire in there for wrestling and, like, the art that it is. Like, and I'm sure that one chop from Roddy is like, oh yeah, okay, like, we're, we're into this. We're getting, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. He yeah, just has let's to get go. In the right mindset. It, like it reminded me, like I watched that whole Undertaker thing, and he's saying that like a lot of like him preparing for a match, and like he like almost has like a camp, and he has to get in the right mindset mm-hmm. and like do all this. And I think that's what Shinsuke needs to do. Not necessarily do like a giant camp like Taker does, but just get that mindset like going into that big match because. You see it here, gets hit with like just a, you know, Roderick Strong is a real snug guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sees like, you know, somebody he had like a five star match with in Japan. And he's like, okay, here we go. Like, right, let's do I'm, it. I'm in, I'm in the zone on this one. I just yeah. want, I can't even imagine the match these three would have in like New Japan. Oh, uh, yeah. If this was like out of Dominion or something. If this, yeah. If this was out of Dominion, Roddy would have lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But just like, just the pace that that match would be at and how more brutal and stiff it would have been have aj and roddy fought each other before did they miss ring each other of, in ring of honor no they, they they wrestled in ring of honor okay because roddy was there forever and aj had two different sins and aj almost broke his neck oh okay. wow he planted him with the uh, styles clash and that weird period of time where people were just like three people for, forgetting how to take the styles clash oh it's because he finally he came back on the indies and then it was like i forgot the dude in the uk Roddy and then he Yoshi Yoshi Tatsu Tatsu the Bullet Club Hunter. Mm. Uh, but it was a really cool match. And then um, almost James Ellsworth. Um, yeah, he saved James Ellsworth's life. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, AJ hits his forearm. Roddy shit cans him. Gets the the shit bag. One two three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that's the, that's the like that's how he won the match against Keith Lee and Dijakovic too. Yeah, like that. Like, just like little <laughs> well, that's the thing I love stealing about... someone else's finisher to pin someone. <laughs> and then like the, that's the thing that's so great with Undisputed Era too is that they're like you watch them and there's no doubting that they are some of the best in ring workers yep. in the company in the world perhaps, but that it still makes sense that they have to get, like, sneaky wins. Like, they never bury the, the faces, And really. they also, they don't do it in, like, sh- like stupid, obvious, shitty ways. Like, the, like, trope ways. Like, they find, like, ways that also don't bury them, like, saying, like, they have to use that. It's like, they're being tactical. <laughs> yeah. Because like, Roddy didn't break any rules to win either of those. Like, no. it's perfectly legal. Like, he didn't have to cheat at all to win. He just, like... Just taking did, advantage of the situation. Yeah, exactly. he just, like, broke etiquette. Like, <laughs> like, oh no! Like, that's my finisher. I'm supposed to pin the person. And all, all of those guys are so good at that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, um, it helps that like none of them are baby faces. That does help. Yeah, I, I'm. NXT was like the perennial baby face in the crowd's eyes, though. So, mm. yeah, we'll get to the. Um, also, it was just the 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 theme for the whole like. Oh, well, Roddy invasion. winning there. Roddy mm-hmm. winning there was to me was like, oh, NXT's taking this whole yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. When, yep. Ro- when Roddy Roddy won, I thought like, oh my god, I'm so drunk because I was watching <laughs> the Packers game. <laughs> You're like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> I was I was really stoned, and I could tell how drunk you were. So. <laughs> um, Adam Cole defeated Pete Dunn. What a fucking match! Match of the weekend for me, maybe. 
The destroyer on the fucking apron. What are they mm-hmm. doing? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's like, dude, like you've had a ladder match, a war games match. You've been on like every single show, and you're doing this. And he's still seems fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. he yeah. wasn't on the injury report. No, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. It was like they went out and they had an NXT match on a WWE main roster pay per view, and they stole the fucking mm-hmm. show. Yeah, one thing I figured out why I like NXT so much. I love the presentation. Oh yeah, the, I dark, the darker lights. This and stuff. this match in the bright lights, I didn't like. I didn't like that aspect of it. I completely agree with I you. I think the match was perfect. It was. I, they're so good. But I, I was just like, yeah, it felt more. It didn't feel as quote unquote cool. Well, NXT has that thing because like with the with the crowd being all dark and then the focus on the ring, it makes everything feel big and important. Well, you know, like it uh, makes me want to. It makes me focus on it more. Well, exactly, the, the, which is how light works. Well, you, you know, like, we uh, we're affected by the WWE is like you know the top forty. It's your hit songs over here in NXT. It's like we turn the channel. It's that metal. It's that heavy metal. It's that rock and roll. We're different. We're punk rock. We're like Rob, we are we're like Rob Zombie. NXT. No, Triple H only listens to Motorhead. He like no, listens. His favorite band's Metallica. Oh. <laughs> he loves Metallica. Okay. Um, Metallica and WWE have had some legal beef over the years. So <laughs> legal but, beef. But they did even um legal beef. Oh, the two the two biggest entities for suing people, Metallica and WWE. Yeah, for real. That's, no, that's, that's the that's reason it. I don't like Metallica. That's Disney. True. Um True. no, but like they even like licensed uh like that and the memory remains song. Mm. Like and like licensing Metallica songs is like one of the most expensive things you could do. Mm. Just steal it. Fuck you, Lars Ulrich. <laughs> UCW did that. Yeah, fuck you, Lars. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about rights. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Lars. Um but yeah. Fuck Lars. This match was Lars. fucking tastic. Dude, loved it. You guys remember when Mick Foley came out and said that hour three of Raw would be different going from now on, and then they dimmed the lights and then never did it again? <laughs> they yep. did it once. Yep. I do remember that. It's going to be edgier and fun. Hey, we're gonna don't say, change the channel. We're going to say poop and butt. Like, usually when they abort ideas, like, after one week, it's because it's horrendous. They That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Even just giving it a different feel like would really help out because like it's just it's a long <sighs> show. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I watched a full three hours of Raw. Mm. I, I'll go like I'll either I'll skip it and go back and watch segments that like after I read the highlights or, or Hulu stuff, or Hulu. But yeah, because it's just a long program. I think the last one I watched, like all of it, was either the ones where Kevin Owens came back or the one where Sasha Banks came back. I'll tend to like I'll tune into to the third hour. No, I watched that was the last time I watched all yeah. of it. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know those things were happening. If I have the time and chance to, like after big pay-per-views like this, I try to watch all of the same because yeah, I didn't have that time this week. But I watched it all. I mean, it's just been what I've been doing for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt defeated Daniel Bryan. Get rid of the fucking light, Jeez. yeah. If you're gonna do it, Make don't it have blue. it be the whole match. <laughs> that'd nope. be good. That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. I like the light. Um, I don't. Do you like, actually? I do. I it, think it, it's fun. I, I think feel it, like it's bad. For, it's rude to the live crowd. I've heard from people that, like on podcasts and stuff that were in live crowds. It's impossible to see. Apparently, this one was better. Than the original one because it was a slightly brighter red light, but it wasn't as like a saturated. uh, Also, wasn't through a cage. Um, (laughs) But like, if you're gonna do it, just do it for like spots and matches or something. Like, then it keeps it special when it's just the whole thing. It's just 
It's it so is, fucking hokey. It is, meaning, it is meaningless. It's, like, it's evil and badass, you mean? I think it is super cool because of this reason and this reason alone. The eyes are the butthole of the mouth. Thank you. It's so fucking I hokey. I said it wrong. Like, okay, go back to the Finn match <laughs> at SummerSlam. The eyes are the mouth. And they the didn't butt. have the lights, and I thought the presentation of The Fiend was still, like, just as impactful without the lights. Like, Maybe do the fucking... Like dark arena and just like one like floodlight on the fucking ring. I oh I would love that. I would love that. That would be fantastic. That'd be fantastic too. That's the thing that I I'll take about it is that it's like I don't know. It it's different. They're you, trying to present something a little different. You do you know? It's like when you're presented with a dish of food. You do eat with your eyes, okay? And we're not going to get into this again. But you eat with your eyes, and that's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. What, what comes after? We don't have to get back into that. But that's the big part of it. And I was eating with my eyes with the red light because it's like, oh, it's fun. It's fun. It makes it feel more sinister. I think it would look... No, it's fucking hokey. It it would look, I think, way hokier with normal WWE lighting, watching The Fiend out there. I think I that mean, he kind of needs that presentation. We, we did I think. at SummerSlam, though, and I thought it was still just as good. I thought good. it was badass. I thought it was badass at SummerSlam. That's I, crazy because you're both wrong as hell. <laughs> I... I like I think I, the character I don't have a strong opinion I think, either way. I think the character is I'm just gonna like, dig my heels in. I think the character is like intimidating and like imposing enough, like that you don't even make it a fucking cartoon. Mm-mm. I like I think that just Matt. And also like I, I like f- cartoons. I think Me it's too. more intimidating and imposing to like have a character that doesn't belong in this normal universe suddenly being in it. Yeah. You know? It'd be cool if the light happened like when he was doing his finish or something. Like when he was doing the mandible claw. Mm. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Like, it would be cool if it was something like, like if like a video game boss battle where you're like, oh man, like I think I beat him. And then all of a sudden something changes and it's like, oh shit, mm. I got to start I would all be over. Fine with that as, uh, though again, as long as it wasn't the same every match, as long as it wasn't when he's doing the mandible yeah, claw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like next time have it be that. And then the next time have it be like something else. Like just keep thing like switching things up because like Bray is keeping this character alive like in character work and through Firefly Funhouse and stuff just like in the ring it's like even if it's not old to like yet it's gonna get there pretty well, quick if it's the exact same match and using the exact same gimmick every and time. And I was always scared of what this would translate to into the ring. Uh, yeah, they're still figuring mm-hmm. it out. Like I I do appreciate like that they actually put, you know, went with something that was working. They should have done it in the first match for one. That Hurt it a bit. Yeah. Two, I almost still now think like make him more rare and like they should have made him more rare and special and had him win it down the line, maybe. But we'll uh, see. We'll yeah. see where this run goes. Like yeah. it's still very early. I don't I, I don't like him as a full time character, but that's just me. Mm. Like I he should it sucks because Brock has the other title, and so we can't have two world champions that aren't on TV. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it he should be- I don't want him with a belt. I I I would if Brock wasn't there if they had you know a champion with a WWE title that was there every week and was like a workhorse champion like Seth I, freaking Rollins like Seth freaking Rollins no I didn't say a literal human toilet <laughs> like Colby Lopez um I I would love it if Bray wasn't on TV every week oh like, yeah or you know even if it was Firefly Funhouse every week but don't even have him have the title like yeah. just yeah on the show like keep him more special like only bring out the fiend like when it's worth it but yeah they're they're gonna ruin it quickly but that's bray's that's bray's life story here's what i gotta say to the live audience suck it it's fun if, yeah. if, you're, if you're at a live show here's what i'm saying here's what i'm saying and i could be wrong but you're at a live show you pay your money all right you you expect to see something 
Maybe it's not what you expected when you get a blaring red light on the ring and it's hard to see. But guess what? <laughs> Suck it. There, there it is. All right. Um, Suck it. Team Kick. Men's Survivor Series Triple Threat Elimination Match. Five on five on five. Team SmackDown, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, Mustafa Ali. Let's just Jordan skip G. this whole thing. <laughs> and let's just talk. Walter got eliminated One, too early. Yeah, that yep. that sucked. But Randy Orton got eliminated by Matt Riddle, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. but then instantly got eliminated by who? It was Corbin, but because they, of Randy. That's Orton. fine. That's fine. It's because of Randy Orton. It, it's mm-hmm. one of those it's like also like shit things. But let's talk about Keith Lee. Yes, I want to talk about Keith Lee. I do want to talk about Keith Lee. But Walter got fucked. Walter got fucked. He had the biggest pop of the <laughs> night. They did not expect that. Nobody expected that. Well, they should have. Why does the ref have an earpiece so they can change it up? Vince has no idea who this guy is. Yeah. Well, he's bigger and cooler than anyone else. And I, well, honestly, uh, Keith Lee was there. No, that's, that's the true. thing is Keith Walter Lee was being, the star. Walter being in the ring with some other people, like he's still huge and imposing. Yeah. But, but being in the ring with that many huge dudes, it, it shows the difference in size of the rest of the roster of UK versus. Everywhere so else. my my thought on that is it was a mistake having Walter in the match at all. Absolutely, yep. because yep. What, they, they want to show like NXT UK, give him a little bit of a kick. I I, I totally put in get fucking that. Pete Dunn or, or not Pete Dunn, put in fucking Tyler Bate, put in someone. They wanted pe- people who also are tall because you are going to mm. be going in there with like the Drews of the world or the Corbins mm. or and, the Shorty G's and the Randy and, Orton. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like they ha- each team had the a shorty couple, G's of the world, a couple shorter guys, but mm. you have like Orton and it. Romans. I do and get Drew. that. I get that. I, I think they should. I actually do think Tyler Bate would have been a better pick, though, just because they can actually tell the story of he is like the small underdog thing. Because mm-hmm. when he wrestles against a bigger person, he doesn't seem small, like no. because he's so oh fucking strong. Like have him go out there and like deadlift one of the big dudes, like he does. And then, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, or put one of those fucking Gallus dudes in there if you're gonna geek someone out that quick. I let's not put one of the Gallus dudes in there. I just think it's like (laughs) now you're talking crazy. It's like I don't know. Then Eddie Dennis, progress, (laughs) progress, world champion Eddie Dennis. Yeah, why is that a thing? I mean, he has a really long story there. It's a whole thing. Yeah, but I don't think he cheated to beat Walter. I get it, but whatever. They needed to write Walter off their shows because they can't keep using him for that long. (laughs) Jim Smallman's leaving soon and wants Walter to himself in the UK. (laughs) But Walter aside, Walter aside, which I agree, I don't think maybe Vince or anyone was really expecting that pop. And it's just like, well, whatever. Shit happens. Um, Keith fucking Lee. Yeah. One last thing with the the Walter thing. Like, I would, one, like, it sucks that he was eliminated that quick. The bigger thing is that, like, his, like, the selling for his chops wasn't good. Like, and it wasn't, Seth didn't sell for his chops, like, when he showed up on Raw either. Like, that's more of the jobbing him out than having him eliminated quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, keep his gimmick alive, at least, even if you're going to, like, have him eliminated fast. But yes, Keith Lee. Yeah. Um, Keith fucking Lee. Star of the night. Yeah. Really fucking built himself for this big crowd. Like, and he pinned Seth freaking rollins mm-hmm. yeah clean he also made me love roman reigns mm-hmm. they like were, i loved like them they going had back such and a forth. good matchup together mm-hmm. oh the, the and he took that roman took that fucking spear bomb like mm-hmm. a champ because yeah he didn't he wasn't like brother yeah. no he was not um, oh my god that spirit bomb yo, fucking hurt my yeah. back uh roman reigns is a great wrestler Yep. Like, <laughs> there it is like straight up like he no he's not all like his matches aren't always like Five star classics and like he's great in the way John Cena is great, but 
like but better, maybe I, but, a better in ring. Yeah, but like I'd say more consistent than John Cena and much earlier in his career. And oh, yeah. and I think sells better. I I feel like I believe it when Roman's acting hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with John Cena, it's like he's having fun out there, isn't he? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh, exactly. He's having some guys. Fun remember there, when he that fucking is Cena now? Yeah. Remember that Corbin SummerSlam match where he went to the announce table, put on a cowboy hat <laughs> for a moment just to bury. Corbin or like that Mark. was him. Oh, remember when he called him a skinny fat dumpster fire? It was so good. What was that match where who was he against? Where like he took a small bump and then like sold it around the entire arena, like rolled out of the ring, was like ah ah, just like way fucking over the top, like uncomfortable. I don't remember. I don't remember I don't who remember. I don't remember who it was, but he's just having fun out there, isn't he? I just remember when he had his weird haircut and pinned somebody and stared directly into the camera. Um, oh yeah, at the Australian Super Showdown. <laughs> that yeah. was phenomenal. Where you pinned Elias with the with the lightning punch and stared straight into the camera and did a weird like, "Hey." Yeah, I I love John Cena. I don't but love Roman uh, Ro- very much. Roman Reigns. I am having a lot of fun out there. It's being <laughs> uh, I could use it in my life right now. <laughs> it's true. So, but uh, you're in a movie are... with Kegel, Mike, and Key, and that seems fun. Here's, no. um, He's a great man. Here's the... Um, uh, a. a. Ron. <laughs> the backstage <laughs> rumor and innuendo is that Vince McMahon um, is... Creamed his jeans for Keith Lee. Super, and Matt Riddle, right? Super into Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. He loves both those guys. Keith Lee a bit more just because he's bigger, but he, he like so much beef. apparently has dollar signs in his eyes for both of them. That beef can do backflips. Apparently, like beef probably dollars. sooner rather than later, he's not going to be on NXT. Which uh, is a bummer. I worry about that, but yeah. what are you going to do? Um, good for him. Keith, that was a star-making performance yeah. for him mm-hmm. in WWE um like people who maybe weren't as exposed to him the, the weird thing with that is like I I see it's easier for me to see Keith Lee going to main roster and being world champion within like a year or two than seeing him be NXT champion right now because it's so crowded I could see that I yeah I feel like, that I I could see that so yeah. Could, yeah that's good I would say not this rumble next rumble have him win that Fucking beat somebody at Mania for the title. Yeah, because like the worst case scenario would be like EC3 esque, where like in in NXT we're like, man, EC3 apparently, is bigger than this brand. Apparently, Vince just like after didn't that, like him that match with Moxley, where oh for some reason he didn't get over because the fans like Dean Ambrose. And but then I mean, they went fifty fifty. That's that that fickleness of Vince McMahon that I worry about. With like, there's a potential that Keith Lee might do something. He's like, oh, just do your backflips and the, don't do your yeah. don't don't try to get anything else over. The the difference is that Keith Lee's now actually gotten a chance to show it mm-hmm. on a main roster thing. Like, that's true. EC three never got that shot. That's yeah. true. And also, and Keith Lee's much better than EC three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on, EC three's a decent worker. Keith Lee's a fantastic worker. EC three could have been like. World champion in like 2009, 2010 <laughs> with the world heavyweight belt. Well, the thing but that we, like that, we he, that we always talked about is the thing that EC3 has that almost no other wrestling wrestler has. Oh, that's not true. But what he has going for him is his phenomenal like character work. Mm-hmm. Great character, great promo, and that alone be champion in this day. And, age, and that's the thing with, mixed like with sh- being decent in the ring, pretty good, and uh, being a fantastic charismatic character. Like mm-hmm. that could have taken him right to the the top. And he has top. the look mm-hmm. and like just the shitbag humor yeah exactly he could have been a really good like transitional few month like heavyweight champion like even now hmm. like and you pair him up with like a heater and spud like yeah. so you have somebody that's bigger yeah. that can work and spud getting beat up all the time he always escapes i could see ec3 EC3, having the EC3 next three person group when he hmm. like a uh, come when he comes back i ec3 is like one of the characters i could see 
most easily having their next like Rusev Day moment or something stupid that gets so fucking over so fast <sighs> for a you know limited amount of time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I could see EC3 yeah, being that, that kind of guy. Um, the, I could see Keith Lee being like top star in the company. Yeah, like yeah. That's I don't fair. necessarily think it'd be an easy road, and I don't think it's like a given. I don't think it's a given that he'll be world champion even just because it's Vince. But I think he literally like legitimately has that potential. Like he does to be trans like a transcendent like person in that company yeah i totally totally think da- so david shoemaker 180 bucks yeah. on some scratchers oh hell yeah did you congrats yeah. buy some shirts um <laughs> david shoemaker of the masked man show and also um very good writer about wrestling like for a while has said keith lee's the best wrestler in the world and in, like has the potential to be the biggest wrestler in the world and like he's up there I mean, like, who else is up there is the other person that vince likes is matt riddle yeah that mm-hmm. fucking dude is so fucking good and charismatic, yeah. and I love it because he can have the same character as a babyface or a heel. All he has to do is turn up the the cockiness, not even like to eleven, yeah, because he's already like at eleven, but just like mm-hmm. just a little bit more, just to, like push it a little bit. And either of those two could believably be Brock right now. Yeah, yeah, no, easily because mm-hmm. they got the size, they got like the work rate. Like Riddle has the fucking like MMA background mm-hmm. too. But uh, before we move great. off of uh, like talking about Roman too much, like he has been so perfectly like rehabbed. In yep. my opinion. Yep. mostly, I think kudos to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Want to know actually who you can really, really think? Let me guess. Let Seth me guess. Let me guess. Rollins. No, not Seth Rollins. Yes. Let me guess. No, let me guess. No, Seth. Okay, but let me guess. No, it was Seth. Okay, let me guess. Seth is now in that spot. Can I guess? No. Can I guess? I actually, I would like to hear Matt's guess. What's your guess? La 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 la. I'm listening, guys. Matt, stop listening for a second. Okay, it's gonna be really something really fucking stupid. He's gonna be so wrong. So let's let. Hey, Matt. We want to hear your guess. Hold the eyes. He said. Are you guys? Matt, what's your guess? Oh, can I put my headphones? Excited to hear it. Can I put my headphones back on? Yeah, my guess. Yeah. What's your guess? Seth Rollins, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's what I fucking said already. <laughs> no, you didn't take your headphones off, you lied. I didn't lie! <laughs> Go no. jack off, Drake! The, uh... Seth Rollins is why, uh, like, because now, like, Roman's not as shoved down your throats, just wait till he beats the Fiend at Mania. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, wow, wait, what's shoved down his throats? <laughs> uh, it's a longer than a four-hour flight, Tom. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, no, Seth, Seth is that now that... That character, to, like, at least was a baby face. And, that everyone hates. Yeah, and at least now they're staring into the skid. Mm-hmm. And they actually they did it in a very good way. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, Before we move on from this match, I do want to talk about Keith Lee again. Kevin Owens uh, turning on his team and then Ciampa not giving a fuck and mm-hmm. just, like, doing the DDT thing. What a draping DDT. Draping DDT. Yeah. Like, it just, it builds more storylines in NXT. Well... Mm-hmm. Also, Homeboy's not going NXT. Mm. Oh, okay. He's not. Like, it would be. I could see them down the line being like, "Oh, we we have this in our back pocket. You know, we could like for some reason if we need to bring Kevin in, that's already built, but it's going to be like in case of emergency. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it just break glass. I I love it because it it just um, it just shows the character of Tommaso Ciampa is never as a pure baby face. He's always just thinking Mm -hmm. about. One thing. Mm-hmm. Also, Goldie. like after um, Goldie. after Takeover, they did like one of those like back like dot com exclusive interviews with like the team Champa, and like it was perfect because Kevin was just like first person talk. He's like NXT never change. You're perfect. 
Like it was an honor to be with these guys. Hags. This is Hell, fucking. <laughs> this is, like th- this is fucking great. H a b a s. And then and then he left and like gave the rest of the time in the interview and mm-hmm. like the like emphasis and like focus on the other guys like the NXT guys, which it should be. Like mm-hmm. he's just like puts them over and is just like I'm out. Like yeah, yeah, beautiful. Like um, a boner and sweatpants. <laughs> can't hide it. Brock Lesnar beat Rey Mysterio. It was a fantastic match. It was. Yeah. Because Rey is the the best baby face they Mm. have. Sure. Sure. By a fucking mile. Having Dominic come out there. Dude, Dominic is just like his. So good. Mm. He's going to be so good. His, like, you can tell that he's Eddie's son with that frog splash. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Like, he got up for that, too. And he's a big dude. He got some height. He's wearing jeans. Yeah. Great 619. I wanted. Um, I just in my head. I and this is my, my fault. I had expectations that Ray was going to win. I and didn't then, because I wanted to be surprised if he did. <laughs> I, and then like you'd have Dom I said come he out. Was gonna win, but yeah, I didn't you think said he was you, going you to. made a good case, but I was still like in my back, like in my head. I was just like, nah. To me, it was Even like in my head. I was like, nah. But like, well, it, what, for can... me, it was when Dominic came out. It was just like, oh, okay, we're gonna have this father son Ray final run, bring his kid in thing, and then for like. You know, to Brock to win that way, I was just like, okay. I mean, that's it was bound to happen. But in my head, I was like, that could have been something really, really awesome. They're and I'm not saying that it's it's fucked mm. now. They're basically still telling that story just with the U.S. title now, which is the top title in Raw, and yeah. it makes kind of more sense for Ray to have. Well, that and then it's like it was just a it was a fun match. Brock versus anybody small that can work is always fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's always a good time. Um, Dominic's gonna be a fucking star. That kid can sell. He can has good facials. His timing was good. Like he got up for that frog splash. Like when he, like I have no idea how far he is on his training, but everything in between can be that good. I mean, he's been training for a couple of years now, and is like trained with a couple. Like he's trained Lucha Libre, and he trained with Lance Storm. Yeah. So like, I don't know who else he's been training with or what since then. I think he's been training with Ray. Like, that's a pretty fucking great base. I listen to, and he's got uh, a, a short stint in the UK. Walter. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, I've been developing my five-star frog splash. Um, I listened to uh, Lance Storm talk about uh, the Storm Wrestling Academy because it's closing. Mm. And he's going to be a producer for WWE. Um, he talked about how Ray actually kayfaved him on the trick to the 619. Like, he didn't teach him it. And he like Lance had to teach Dominic how to do the 619 because his dad was just like, no, brother. <laughs> Like I'm not teaching you. Like, that. Figure it out. It's in your blood. <laughs> no, it just kayfabe him. I love it. It's like father, how... father, please teach me your signature move, father. Uh, he how did. Old school. Walter did do a six one nine in a progress match. <laughs> it's insane, mm. father. I've been training Lucha Libre because of the Walt, the Dominic jokes. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I thought it was really fun. Brock's Brock's fucking great. I know everybody soured on him for. Like a year, and then now we're back. I still think he can go eat fucking shit as a human being. Oh, nobody's yeah. ever talking about him as a human. He is obviously super what impactful. What are you talking in the about rain. my husband like that for? <laughs> Hello, you, boys. You hus- gave me a machine gun for my birthday. You two deserve each other. <laughs> uh, Thanks, I- boys. <laughs> are you going to dance for Matt Sable? No, only for my husband who stalked me to flirt with me and then woo me. What a fucking romantic. uh, Brock said that you should dance for Matt. Do the weird dance. I don't like this. Here we go, boys. I don't don't like that Brock is... Oh, no. Oh, God, that's so much dancing. Get off the table now. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for... Thank you. Going back to Canada to see my weird stepdaughter. Uh Uh-huh. Fantastic athlete, though. Mm -hmm. You mean cloned version of Brock Lesnar? (laughs) 
cool. With the wig. Yeah. yeah. Brock, with a, Brock with a wig on. Um, that's kind of mean. I mean. She's a great athlete. Hey, I, I, yeah. You know it's what? It's just terrifying how much she looks like Brock. It is true. And it does feel mean. I don't mean to make fun of her appearance, but she just no. looks like Brock. Yeah. It's terrifying that there's more than one person who looks that terrifying. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Shayna's close. She looks terrifying. She scares that's me. That's true. Lady Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were you going to say? You breathed in like you were going to speak. <gasps> what was the next <gasps> match? Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch versus Bailey. So I saw online people didn't like it. It was fine. I um, The reason I did not like it was... It started out real <sighs> slow and sloppy. Well, the I thing will that- say that. I so I thought it was still good that I thought it was good that Baszler won. I thought it was good that Becky stood tall. It's just unfortunate that this heel turn with Bailey, this edgy heel turn, is I think falling flat on its face. I don't think it's falling flat on its face. It's more so just like this match to me just felt very disconnected. Yeah, they did a bunch of moves, but like nothing really seemed like connected. It was like here's this thing. And now we're going to the next. And there wasn't like a ton of like build around it. They were trying too hard to protect all three of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they overthought everything because like they don't want to kill Bailey. They don't want to kill Becky. They don't want to kill Shayna. Somebody has to win. Um, Smart NXT wins because you're trying to build this other brand. So, I mean, everything makes sense. It's just it was. uh, They're just. They were just trying way too hard to protect people. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, I think this is coming at a cost to, to Bailey, where she's the one who probably needs, well, I mean, it's arguable, but I think she needs a little bit more of the, the push right now Straight, as far as like changing her entire character. Straight up, they, I think they should have had, even if she was then going to have the moment at the end, have Shayna pin Becky. Yeah. And then, even if Becky then gets up and has her revenge moment, which I fucking hated. I understand it's a big pay per view and the baby face stand tall, Hogan most posed bullshit mm-hmm. but like man like but it was just yeah. it, it was like there are smarter ways to hint at that feud that we'll someday get yeah i think shana pinning becky well, would have been i think shana should because like becky's finisher is the arm thing and the arm thing yeah yeah the arm thing the disarm her and shana should have like submitted her like because or roll up win like yeah like something like like, be- like Becky did to Shayna's friend Rhonda. Mm. Have have Shayna win with a roll up. Yeah, like I, that would have made more sense. Just I just I'm I'm worried for Becky. I feel like we're really? dipping. Yeah, I mean, sorry forgetting her. Becky's just like plateauing. She's just Becky like, to me is so flat. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's not. I don't think it's her fault. I think they're giving literally her nothing to work yeah, with. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing for her to do. Her character to be just seems very like the same. Well and like Home, it's it's like, un- yeah, dope. Well and it's kind of like unfortunate, but it's still lose and then come back. Well, and it. it's the thing too of like maybe it's just how wrestling is in this day and age. I don't think you can have a y- y- I don't know. I don't know if someone can remain as over as superstars you, used to be for that extended period of time. You can't easily. Well, I, as far as like with that kind of passion, but people are like, were, oh, she's the next Stone Cold. Were, I don't think you can have she's a new. Going to be the next. Stone they were. Cold. I don't think you can titles, even have anything like, like that. Stone Cold. Stone Cold's transcendent. Like that. That was different. But well, but when Becky was heating up, that was what everyone was saying, and it's but just they were wrong. Well, yeah, but it was just hype, and that's the thing. Yeah, I don't well, think there's well, anyone a, who can. Well, sustain. everybody just talks like so, like like in hyperbole so much, and mm-hmm. like. All this stuff, and where, that's what I'm saying. I don't think any, I don't think a superstar can ascend to that level anymore because of how much hype is put around a huge star. You, you the age of the internet. Well, you you still can. It's just that she isn't gonna be that. She's way too far gone in her career, and they have pigeonholed that division. 
into like since they haven't split and then she mm-hmm. already instead of doing like what Stone Cold did is he kind of yeah he went had that feud with Bret Hart but he had to make his way all through here mm. like she won the title and like they gave everybody like there's the win and then she had like the one big blow off match with Ronda like they had the mm-hmm. match and then then what do you do because yeah. Ronda wasn't coming back and, and they did her no favors like putting her immediately in a program with Lacey Evans and like there are like the women's division isn't as deep as what Stone Cold was working with in the Attitude Era, like for opponents wise. You know, there aren't like quite as many, but they also made the worst decisions. Like they could have done better for her. Like they could have put her in a program, like I don't know, with anyone but Lacey Evans. Like, yeah. and it would have like helped at least like maintain that and like let her evolve the character in a good way. Because like, yeah. this character like is the exact same as it was. Mm. It, it's nothing has it, changed. I feel it's I'm really unfortunate that like this character like first like thing to go off on was Rhonda, who's the perfect opponent. Like that she should have been yeah. able to build this character up a bit first and then uh, hopefully, you know, then hit that peak of what this character is. She like immediately you're not going to be able to make fun of anyone better than she could Rhonda, you know. Yeah, because we don't want to like, see anyone get as run down as we wanted to see Ronda. Well, I guess. Just, and Ronda like played like, Ronda was perfect for it. Like, yeah, yeah. She is worthy of being made fun of in that way. And like, also, she then is a legitimate fighter behind that. You know, like it's not just burying someone making fun of them. Like Ronda could stand up for herself still. But I still think even someone like. On the other side of that, like Brian still ebbs and flows more than I think, uh, like superstars of the past. And Brian is probably one of the more sustainably, like long term, like well, it's huge. Be- when you get injured for two years, yeah. But he, I mean, even then, I don't know. I feel like people still had their eye on him just because of how much he was people, vocal about his wanting to return. But you're like Stone Cold. He was injured for a year. He was out on Raw every week. Mm-hmm. He was still there. He was still like the focal point of the show. It is. It is just Daniel a, Bryan disappeared. Well, it's like mm-hmm. I just don't think you can do it anymore. You can. You you definitely can. You can. I don't know that WWE can. I think because they, I think that any. I think that there are many many wrestlers who could who have the talent and like with under the right circumstances could like grab that proverbial brass ring. I don't think that in the way that WWE markets itself and like does storylines these days would ever not shoot itself in the foot. Yeah, no, and the thing is, is like they shot themselves in the foot a few times with Austin, with Brock, with everybody. Like they they lucked into these things. You can, you just have to have the right person. You have to have that connection, and nobody has just connected to that level. Like you got to realize that Austin and Rock, those two guys, are these generational once in a lifetime things, and so. That's why they connected. Rocky was sent out there to die. Yeah. As like the blue chip baby face, slapping hands and weird little fucking hair. I just think in my head they they're they're not gonna put all their chips on one or two people they anymore. Did. They but, they have with they have with Becky. Well and the thing they, is they've gone full dog with her. I think with Austin the Rock, they had the opponent. They had each other. They had mm-hmm. they yeah. had each other. They had mankind. They had Undertaker. Bret you Hart. had all these guys. Yeah, Taker. Um, you had Sean. You had yeah. Triple H. Be- it's like Be- Becky has Charlotte. So Becky could Becky could have these pe- like the the opponents. The issue one Charlotte um, is is fucking great. And if Charlotte was still at two time champion, yeah. and like if her yeah. and Becky's rise were at the same time, it would be similar to like what 
Charlotte and Sasha, like that great feud they had, you mm-hmm. know, back then. Um, except that they would never let Sasha actually get any momentum. Um, but Charlotte is like at the point where like she's already done everything, so it's it doesn't like matter yeah. as much. Well, and then there's there's Sasha and Bailey, mm-hmm. and then no one else. The rest of the women's division is they're not built. They tried to build Lacey Evans, and that's it. And Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Alexa and, is really good at being Alexa Bliss, and she's like she is getting she better in the ring. Like, she is, and maybe they're building. Until, Asuka, she gets in, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Oscar and Kyrie are on the rise, but but they're they but, could have had it with Oscar too. Like they yeah. could have had another. Oscar was there. She was handed. She was handed to but, them. Like I yeah. said, it's not necessarily even the booking. It's so many different factors. It is connecting this. with the crowd, and also if you think about this, from when Austin came in to WWE or when Rock came into WWE, how long was their rise to that top? It wasn't that long. Mm-mm. Austin's career is a very short career. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. true. And Rock's career is even shorter. Really? Mm-hmm. Rock's, Rock debuted in 1996. Yeah. He was out of being full-time by 2002. Yeah, but Damn. I don't know. Yeah, it's six years. How many years has Becky been on TV? I mean, she's, yeah, exactly. I mean, she's been there a lot. But like, so, like, people still remember <sighs> her as the quinoa girl or like... Becky Balboa, straight fire. Yeah. And so you still have that. By the time Austin had the ringmaster gimmick for a few months and then did everything else, then you just have like that meteoric rise after the Bret Hart match in yeah. Survivor Series 96, mm-hmm. well, which is also when The Rock debuted yeah. Survivor Series And I think, 86. I mean, this is a conversation for a different day, but I think a, a lot of it comes down to as well as that wrestlers are far more seen now than they were back then where it's like oh i can't wait to watch this week and see steve austin again not be like oh i see becky lynch on twitter every day you know yeah, kind of a thing yeah. i think there's just some sort of mystique that's been lost and that's a conversation for a different day but like hey, uh, that brother a bit a little bit but either way i mean it was still a good it was still a great pay-per-view i love survivor series yeah uh i had a fun i had a blast watching it and like also with becky like i have every faith that she could like figure she could figure it out like she, but did, she has to be given she has, right be, stuff. She, she has to be given stuff to work with, which is there. And like we see it, like magic happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, like still, even with all of WWE's problems, they still get stuff right occasionally. Yeah. They could with her again. Like, and I think that like she seems motivated enough and like to make it happen again. Like, I don't think her right, like her run as the top star in the company, which she legitimately is right now, like outside, you know, like there's Brock and like special attraction kind of stuff, but like, that's different. But like day to day, she is the top. She and Roman are like the top two and she's probably one A and he's one B. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think that's like, I think she still has room to grow in that. It just will take the right. She needs to change her character. I'm just, she she does. Like, so I was watching again, the taker, um, interview with Austin and that was one thing Undertaker was fantastic at, was just evolving the character in certain ways to keep relevance. Yeah. She yeah, I mean, hasn't super, done that. Even that is really important. And I, she hasn't evolved her character. I, I feel They're like... still just calling people dopes mm, and weirdos and... Like, I've, yeah. like, early, like, with the Ronda run and stuff, like, there was an element of her being, like, an ass kicker. Yeah. Not a last kicker. <laughs> an actual, like, she will, like, she will fight you, like, no matter where you are, like... And now it's like she'll tweet you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I think they just need to get back to that. Like, even if she got like, like even started saying like, hey, I'm not like here to joke around. Like, I'm here to like 
you know, like win, and I'm here to like kick the shit out of people. Like, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of ass. <laughs> Fuck, I'm all out of ass. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but my my, because my big fear is like uh, Bailey is like. And I'm seeing her in that way that we've been seeing like Dakota Kai the last couple months, but it's worse because of how much history we have with Bailey being Bailey's amazing. A, Bailey's a champion. She's fine. She's mm-hmm. a. I don't know about I, that. I, she's fine. I think she, she is. I think she's fine. Like, um, yeah, she's annoying, and I like. There's some spinning of the gears right now. I. Sur- Survivor Series always is spinning the gears. It like pauses everything because it doesn't it's matter. It's true. And she had her big change literally right before the thing when nothing matters, and she was always going to be the one eating the pin in this match. Yes, always. Um, she I think has especially on SmackDown, like she's the champion on the Fox show. They have faith in her. They like, wanted her. They. I, I think she's going but, to be fine. Well, what we were talking about was connecting with the, the crowd, and I think that's where it's going to potentially start to waver. Right? If, if you dip too low, it's hard to rise back up. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. That, and yeah. that's, why, that's why they turned her heel, because it, mm-hmm. she had connected with the crowd at a certain point, had dipped, and so it's like, okay, well then fuck yeah, y'all. They, they, they botched her three years ago. Like, well, I, when I, they brought her up, and then the way they had her win the title right before WrestleMania, like off sure. Charlotte, like, they've already, they already botched her character and then had her spinning wheels for the last three years. But a heel turn is much less effective when it comes across as just like, oh, Bailey's just really sad all the time because she keeps losing. It wasn't not wasn't like, she oh, was... she's pissed off at the station. Like it, she's always kind of looking like she's gonna cry. <laughs> no, it's uh she That's got that from makeup. Eddie Guerrero. So she got yeah. she got this from Eddie Guerrero. It's like when you're a heel, you don't even want to look like you're enjoying what you're doing. Mm. Eddie looked like yeah. shit when he was a heel. Like yeah. he always looked. It was like Neville. It was similar to like yeah Neville. And that's heel, what she's like. trying to do. It's like I, I'm I'm so like such a bad person. I don't even want to fucking be here. Yeah, we haven't oh. seen her have a real like normal feud yet. That's the thing. Like, I just need a nice, real, yeah, long, she, good feud. I, and we'll that's get it. it. You just gotta wait. I'll wait. But I don't I'm think just saying. She, I'm worried. To say she's dead in the waters. That, that's not a. I don't think that's. Fair. I don't think she's dead in the water. I just I'm worried that she's getting I mean, a little closer to that thin ice. I'm constantly worried about every women's wrestler in the main roster WWE. That's not Charlotte That's, or Becky. I'm even like, I'm not, it's not that I'm worried about Charlotte, but at the same time, I'm like, they could be doing so much better with her. Like, like not f- for like her accolades and stuff, but like they could have made her so much more interesting still. Cause like, she's great. She shouldn't have won the t- title 10 times already. No. You know? Yeah. It yeah. does a disservice to her at this point. Um, uh, I, but I do, I don't want to take away that. I think they did put on a main event match. Like they, mm-hmm. it was fun. It was fine. It was fun. It was a good way to kind of cap off that pay-per-view that like we said, means nothing. Yeah. But it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, we're like, it's actually a thought I had earlier this week. Like, I think that just put Bailey in a feud with someone that she hasn't already had a million feuds with. Like, like Ember Moon or something. Uh, Ember is out. She tore Achilles. Is she still out? She's oh, out, that's quote right. unquote, indefinitely. Like, doesn't mean she won't come back, but doctors can't give her a timeline. Oh, because an Achilles, like, rupture like that. Mm. That's some bad news. It's bad. Um, yeah. How about a returning Naomi, who is, like, the a huge baby face to the crowd? They're now waiting on everything to get right with the Usos. I, I know. I know. But I'm saying, like, stupid. If they, it's, if, it's not. Person. If, it, it's not because she's just the sports system. Like, yeah. And yeah. she shouldn't be out on the road that's, if they. That's if true. He that's needs actually, her actually, actually, really true. Um, yeah, like, it makes total sense. But like, if she when if like whenever she returns, like the her, crowd, the crowd real... gets fucking behind Naomi, and like if heel Bailey went over on her, like and was oh, like yeah. disgusting <clears throat> and nasty to her, like that'd be great. That would also. Make people stoked on Naomi again. Mm-hmm. And the two of them could have great matches because Naomi's athletic and Pam's a great worker. Pam! Old mean Pam. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we got one minute left, so he's not coming in for a while. I just saw his face. <laughs> Let's until two thirty. Well, no, he's got oh. another podcast well, first. Fuck you, Brett. <laughs> um, and Isai has and to go has pick to up. Oh, so yeah, choose right. one thing from wrestling that made you happy this week. One thing from wrestling that made yep, me happy this week. That we haven't talked about. Take over again. Um, I loved watching Orange nice. Cassidy. Orange Cassidy dressed up as a turkey. And <laughs> that was great. That was, that was good. good. Um, for some reason, okay, uh, uh, not something that made me happy. Here's a hot take. I didn't really like the Jericho thing. Oh yeah, it was it, it was, was annoying. It was annoying, and it went on too long. And his oh, wow. his his dad is bad I at talking. That was right up your guys' alley. No, no his, his dad was bad at talking. It's just ripping off the festival of friendship. And you just, can't have that magic with Jake wait, Hagar. Was his dad there? Yeah, Ted, yeah. Ted, and they and they brought out that a really was, that was the best. And part. they brought out a really scared goat. And I always hate that. Oh, I did see tweets about that. It's like don't bring out a fucking like. They well, should have already learned this with the dog. With the dog. My, okay, here's the thing I liked on wrestling. NXT, they had like the big old like entrance with the Wrestle and Flow guy. Mm. And yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. dancing no, around. Williams. And then fucking Undisputed Air comes out. Like, like, who are you guys? Like, you guys suck. Like, um, this is what you're doing? Which is hilarious because like Josiah Williams wrapped Adam Cole to the ring for a takeover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that because it's like mm. heels, faces, doing whatever. Just yeah. like, we're NXT. Um, and then like... They come out like, oh, you guys are done. Old Stokely Malcolm Bivens was shown quite a few times, and it made me happy yeah, every yeah, single yeah. time. Hell um, yeah. so it, this is a really dumb thing, but it made me just laugh because it like was so kind of stupid. The Cameron Grimes promo, where like he was, I liked it too. No, it was fine. It was kind of it was weird and whatever. But he said a line like, "I'm six foot tall, two hundred twenty pounds," like talking like he's like this big badass. Dude. Yeah, he's like, "You just said you're." You're six, six foot, two twenty. Like, I'm six foot, like yeah. two forty. I got more on you, motherfucker. Yeah, my dude. Like, <laughs> I don't weigh that much anymore, but I'm taller than you. I like his Huck I, Finn. Like, I honestly, I, it made me like him a little bit. I, more. I, I was like, no, right, I, I get too. him. Just that line, I was just like, wait, what? Like, someone should yeah. not have included like, that line. Yeah, that that doesn't make you sound uh, really imposing. Okay, last thing is, oh no, more. I get to pick something. Oh yeah, I forgot oh, you asked no. the question. No, um, just when you think you know the answers, I changed the, the oster. Uh, the Chuck and Trent had an internet video, and the the I don't know who interviews for AEW. Do you know her name? I don't know. Jen Serger? Um, Jen Decker? Sorry. She was trying to interview them, and Trent like, walks in and he's like, what's this for? TV? <sighs> Internet? I don't care. <laughs> like, that's all. And then they, him and Chuck and Orange Cassidy kind of talk a little bit, and she's just like, I guess I don't exist. <laughs> but like, just him being like, what is this? What is, what yeah. is this for? <laughs> okay. We got the blurred question of the week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, worst scenario, shitting your pants and not being able to change clothes for an hour? Or pissing your pants and not being able to change for three hours. Shitting. Shitting's Shit. the worst one. Uh, because you'll get itch butt. How you'll get an mm. infection in your ass. Yeah, that's bad. Well, maybe I'm just trying to be, a, I'm not trying to be a contrarian over here, but I would rather have to deal with p- shit in my pants for one hour than piss, drying and sticking to my legs for three. Yeah, but you'll get like shit, itch butt. The, I don't care. It really care. depends on where I'm like. I don't give a fuck. Where my I'm shit's at. shit's bad. Like if I'm just like at home. Mm, man, probably if you're like, just at home and sitting in your own shit. We <laughs> yeah, gotta talk. Well, you know, but like this is also just a hypothetical <laughs> scenario. Like I'm thinking work. I'm for, thinking if I'm at work, a, there's a curse on me and I can't take <laughs> off my pants. Okay. Um, then probably the shitting because then I can just hop straight in the shower. But if like, man, I gotta be. In, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'd neither, I'd, neither are great. I'd rather yeah. pee my pants and have it for three hours and shit because. You're gonna get shit butt. It's gonna be itchy. You can deal with one hour of shit butt, three hours of uh, stinky, sticky piss on your legs. Sucks. I'd rather do that. Um. Okay. And then 
Have you ever thrown up on a theme park ride or had a bad experience in general on a theme park? Thank you, Borg. Um, You're the best. I've never thrown up like on a rider thing, but like rides do give me a lot of anxiety, which I only learned like going on rides and I did throw up after I, one, but not from the like motion sickness. It was literally just like just the intense I, feeling I t- of being I on a ride. tensed up so much that my body needed to like throw up. So I, I do pretty well on roller coasters. The big one, the big throw up story that I think about is when uh, Katie and I were flying into uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport and uh, I drank a lot of sangria there. I so Jimmy and I well I found that you can you can you can bring a quart sized bag of sealed liquids including booze you're not allowed to drink it on the plane but they're not only really watching and so I was drinking on the plane I got a little drunk and uh, I was sitting next to Katie and a stranger and there was turbulence as we were coming in and it started really shaking me up and then the second the wheels hit the ground I just fucking hurled so <laughs> hard into the like bag the barf bag the barf bag but like it was the way it was wafting was definitely towards the stranger. Uh, and I hated that. Yeah. But yeah. then, and I didn't drink the rest of the time. Yeah, I wouldn't yet either. I ruined, I ruined it for myself. <clears throat> I, I never thrown up or anything. I, I was always fine on theme park rides. Just the worst theme park experience was like for like a band thing, like go to Lagoon for eight hours. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so like we go in the fucking like ones that have like get you wet and then Gabe like peeled off like the entire bottom of his foot at the end of it. Ooh, from being so pruny um, or what? Yeah. Ew. Um, my worst um, ride, exp- like or like, you know, theme park hey. experience is actually just growing up um, in 4H, like I did, and having to be at the fair for a week straight Ooh. every yeah. single summer uh, around All, those stinky fucking animals. Uh yeah, the people. Yeah. Mm. Um, horses are nice. I love horses. I went to Lagoon once, and you know the ride where you strap in and shoot you straight up. I do. Uh, my thing wasn't clicking in because of my big ass pecs. Nice. So, um, because I'm real strong and muscular, big pecs. Yeah. Um, Ooh, daddy. They so it wouldn't strap in, and then they's like, no, don't do it yet. Don't go. Don't do it yet. It's not. It's not showing on our computers or whatever. Did you get launched? I didn't feel anything, and I was like, Derek's a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't feel anything happen. They're like, oh, you're good. I was like, no, and I got out. And I didn't ride on a ride like that until this fair. That was your final year. destination moment. Dude, yeah, I got exactly. off. You're Devin Sawa up in I here. I am. I would have got off too. That's that thing too. And then you feel bad because you're like, I got off the ride. Like, what the fuck? But no, also, like, I fuck didn't that. feel bad I at all. I was on the ride. Yeah, we wow. I was terrified. I always feel weird making a, a scene, but sometimes you got to get the fuck off. Yeah, I would. Drake, I, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, not a scene. It's a goddamn arms race. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. All right, yeah. Fallout Girl. With that, Fallout Boy. Um. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Happy Rusev Day. It's dead. Uh, Russell Boys three sixteen says Rusev Day's dead. Rusev Day is dead. 